There we go. Who's who's humming? Humming? What are you talking about? I was about? typing. I got a humming in. It might be my headphones. <laughs> welcome one, welcome all. Yep. It's your, it's your Monday night delight. The A Show. Hey! The Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast, episode 596. Tonight we have a huge, huge show. Uh, independent wrestling superstar CPA. You know him from WrestlePro, PWS, Beyond Wrestling, Create a Pro. You may have noticed him on some AEW Dynamites, AEW Darks, AEW Rampages. Oh, yeah. We'll do your taxes, and I'll tell you the history, the lineage of the Dungeon of Doom. He joins us at uh, the beginning of the show. Uh, we got a Can You Beat That Championship as Christian Rocco defends his, his title against Brendan Haney, a very uh, reputable opponent, according to the committee. Tony, you changed where you're sitting. Sitting. You know why? Because the chairs were all kinds of here, there, and everywhere. And uh, I just, uh, I don't know, just felt like changing things up, changing the sceneries, you know? I, I like a good change up. And then we got SummerSlam to talk about. We got some picks to go over. It was Ric Flair's last match. Woo! Woof! <laughs> really? Um, we got some, some impact talk at WA. We're on our way to the 74th anniversary show. We are mere four weeks away from the Roast of Tony, episode 600. And for all you Patreon people out there at the $10 level, we got a little drawing tonight. We got a little drawing. We're going to pick one special Patreon supporter, $10 and above. And you're going to decide the fate of the Shining Wizards in September, whether you're involved or not. Oh, you could no. talk to a guest. You could pick our Wizards Rewind. You could sit in for the Rewind. You could play Can You Beat That? I don't know how the committee's going to feel about that, but fuck them. But fuck, really? Oh, yeah. yeah but yeah, fucking. fucking. Only here on the Shining Wizards. All that. Uh, and more. And more. Next, here on the Shining Wizards wrestling podcast the following is a presentation of the shining wizards network broadcasting live on rantiumradio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at shiningwizards.com follow us on social media at wizards podcast check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com do your amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com and become a patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizards podcast as always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show. This is Sunball, brother, and you're listening to the Shining River. <laughs> the Shining Wizard, Alex and Sam, brother. What's up, fuckers? Where did cheese go? The Come stupid out. fucking question, Kevin. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, and I Hey, this is Moose. God, that was disgusting. Shining Wizards rule the world. are tuned in live to another exciting episode of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. 
Coming to you live on the rant, rantemradio.com. Coming to you in video format live on the Facebook, the Twitter, the Twitches, and the YouTubes. And going with you wherever you go because we are available on all podcasting and streaming platforms. Let's get right into it. It's time for some wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Tony. Matt. KJG. Fellas, 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 what is going on on the first day of August? Summer's coming to an end soon, seems like. Moving fast, moving quick, like a ninja, like a hot ninja. 100 degree temperatures and moving along. And Yeah, it's happening. It's happening. Things are good, though. Good no to hear, man. Good to on hear. This end. What? I said good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How you guys doing? What's new? What's shaking? My titties. Tony, that's not new. That's just shaking. Yeah, it's always shaking. That's shaking right. and baking. How about you, KJG? What's going oh, on? you know, hanging out, doing the stuff, the things and the whatnots and the happenings and the haps and the everythings, and you know it. Well, big happenings and big haps. Your boy CPA is joining us in a few minutes. Oh, long overdue. I love this guy. Big CPA, CPA guy. Probably one of the most entertaining and unique characters in at least in this area in North in wrestling, but I, I would venture to say probably just about anywhere. And the way that he's enhanced his character and the way that he adds to it every single time he's in the ring. I'm super excited to have him really good guy, drinking buddy friend. And I'm excited to have him on. Awesome. We're excited to have him on uh, too. Carrie Cowling says only here for CPA. Well, that seems a bit rude. Yeah. That's not nice. Carrie. I appreciate the honesty, but it's rude. Yeah, honesty goes a long way. I'll say that. I don't know how to take this from Milwaukee Tom, but fucking my boy Tony. Is that is that like a command? Is that like an action? Or is he like cheering along for butt fucking? Maybe that's like uh, his wish, wish.com. Well, if he gets drawn this month in the Patreons, maybe. What's the difference between wish and make a wish? Wish is a website that you can buy cheap shit from and make a wish is like for kids that are like really sick. To have like a wish granted. So you would not buy a Make-A-Wish kid something from Wish. Oh, no, definitely not. Definitely not. I mean, you could. It wouldn't be the, it would be great. The kid would be very disappointed. It's bad enough what he's got going on in his life. He doesn't need a gift from Wish.com. Mm, interesting. Well, you learn something new every day. Yeah, like I would think like if you wanted Make-A-Wish, you would get John Cena. But if you bought Make-A-Wish from Wish, you would get Fred Rosser. Nothing? John Cena? I think who Fred Rosser is. Black John Cena? Oh, but he's awesome. I understand, but he's not John Cena. I thought you were going to say, like, Fred Durst. Wait, wait, wait. All right, so how do you connect Fred Durst to John Cena? I don't know. Bleach blo- I don't I don't know. <laughs> the, 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 red, the, the hat, the, the hip-hop, back-in-the-day stuff? Tony, right. I don't know. That was okay, all right. You know what? I'll give you that. It's, it's a stretch, but I'll give you yeah. that one. Okay. That's a stretch. That's no. a shoot. John Cena was rapping. <laughs> Fred Durst was doing like new metal. Everybody sucks. Everybody fucks. Yeah, he wants to break stuff. <laughs> do it all for the nookie. Come on, hot dogs <laughs> and the flavored water. Chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored. flavored water. Yeah. Look at that. Carrie came for CPA and she's sticking around for my comparisons. No, it's a great comparison. I just like Fred Rosser too much to to make him a wish guest. I don't know if I like LOL Mike Peterson. I'm here for AARP Tony. Listen, I know I'm an old man, but it's like a woman with age. You don't 
bring certain things to the table, I guess. I See, here's the, I, we've talked about this at nauseum. The misconception about AARP is you could be at a, you can be a member of AARP at any age. Is it, I thought it was fifty five. No, you might not get the benefits till you're fifty five, but you could be a member of AARP. At like 20, 21, 22, 23. I got to look this up now. Look it now, up, baby. Now I need to know. Look it up. Okay. Kevin might be onto something because right here is the blurb. All people age 50 and older are eligible for full membership. That, that Now it says full membership. That doesn't mean that you can't be like like ancillary members maybe. or Yeah, you get some perks probably. Here, members under 50 will get access to all the great benefits except for products and services that have age restrictions. It's never too early to sign up. Maybe if you win the Patreon picking this week where we pick your name, oh. we'll sign up for AARP with you. How does that sound? We can That's do that. That's a great idea. Shit, I'm down. I'm two years I'm two years away from full benefits. Oh, my God. You it's awesome. a shame Snowy's not American. He'd be up on them shits all day long. <laughs> well, they got AARP. <laughs> It, it is $12 for your first year. Holy shit, dude. How could you how could you say no to that? That's a dollar a month. Here's the problem, right? I understand the misconception because all the stuff is this is like Jamie Lee Curtis doing yoga. Jamie Lee Curtis is an older lady. I don't know who Viola Davis is, so let's look Google her. You don't know Viola Davis? She's an American actress. Yeah, man. Wow. What has she been in? She's been in a multitude of things. Oh, regardless, she's an older lady. She's 56. Yo, she's won Academy Awards, Emmy Awards, Tony Awards. Yo, Viola Davis ain't nothing to fuck with. Oh, she's the chick from the Suicide Squad. Okay. Yeah. I know who she is now. Yeah. Okay. None of these other things really interest me that she's done. So, Tony, you gave her an award? Yes, I gave her the AARP. Oh, hey, hey, hey. I, thought, I just assumed you gave her the Tony Award. Oh, if you sign up today, it's nine dollars. Oh, God damn it! If you sign up today, it's nine dollars per year, but you have to sign up for a five-year term, a five-year program. So yeah. you take one payment. You know what that kind of reminds me of? Like you remember, like when they used to have those like giant like coupon books, and like so you would like, yeah, it seems like a great deal, but you still got to spend. Like, like oh, so much uh, money the, to, like, get... the entertainment books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like you still have to like. Yeah, it's cool. Like if you if you buy something once every like six months, but like if you're going out, like boom, you're still losing money on the thing. Yeah. So that's what the oh, ARP is. It's rigged. Now look, I don't. You see, speaking of rigged, I I don't like where where LOL Mike Peterson's coming with all this nonsense. I'm I came to say the committee's rigged. We're not even at that part of the show yet, sir. Well, he wanted to make his voice heard. I understand, and I think uh, I think we've got a uh, I think we've got a formidable opponent tonight, Brendan Haney. I think Christian Rocco may have his work cut out for him at the uh, victory he squeaked out last time. He may not be so lucky this time. <sighs> see that's. That's a game where I beat myself. That's that's the game, though, you that, know? All the other ones, bullcrap. That was the game I beat myself. Because Spiders and Executioners is just inexcusable. Still, still on that, huh? Wow. Yeah, I'm not going to let that one go for a while. Worse than the Ric Flair one, huh? Woo. No, no, that was complete brain fartery. <laughs> like Brain fartery. Yeah, so that's like, whatever. I'll take the L on that. I don't care about that. I'll let that one go, but... 
when I knew the answer, like, and went like to, to the other one, instead of the one, which was like nine times out of 10, the answer is always going to be executioners over spiders. And, uh, I just hit spiders, spiders, spooky, scary. That is what it is. Um, uh oh, brain fart. No, I don't. Brain fartery. I don't want to start a conversation in case our guest uh, pops in, because uh, you know we might not return to it, or we might not get to finish it, or someone might not get to make a, a salient point that they would like to make. So let's start it. I'll write it down. I'll... Oh, Kevin's gonna write things down. I got an easy one. I know I've I've know I've been down on NWA power and NWA in general oh, the past couple of weeks. That's perfect. You want... If you forget about this, I won't care. Yeah, well, exactly. You you want to do a quick little NWA this and that? Yeah, give me this. They did like a special show this week, right? Yeah. Now, look, I'll get it out of the way. They made their official announcement. Medusa was on and Allison Kay was on making the announcement about the women's uh, TV title. Yeah. Fuck that. Don't care. The thing I did care about, this is number one. This, this should be number three, but this is number one. This is the best thing. The fixers were, well, a version of the fixers. It was Wrecking Ball Ligurski. And the former Brian Idol, a.k.a. Mercurio, hosting NWA USA Surge this week. Bro, I've said it before. I'll say it a thousand times. Anytime you have the fucking fixers on TV and Mercurio can join them, gold. He was interviewing the beautiful people. He was stammering over his words. He wants to know why they call themselves the beautiful people. Then uh, Mercurio's asking him if they want to go to Olive Garden. Oh, no, Ligurski asked him if he wanted to go to Olive Garden. Oh, dude, fucking hysterical. And then Mercurio's like hitting on uh, Martina Navratilova, whatever the fuck her name is. <laughs> and she, he was like dissing Terrell. Dude, fucking hysterical. Put them guys on every week. Other this things, was, uh, I'm sorry, Tony. Cut this, you was off. NW, this was NWA. This was USA Surge. This was the Saturday show. Surge. What's with the empowered and the surge? The surge is supposed to be like a little quick, like injection of the NWA, like surge, you know? Like, did you know. feel injected? Yes, I did. It was fucking awesome. Here's something else that was awesome. You know that I've been down on your boy Gags the Gimp, right? Bro. I don't, I don't know why. Sal, your pal, and Gags the Gimp, they had a great match with the Ill Begotten this week. Fantastic. They actually were working together as a team. Uh, Sal losing his mind, calling out the gags like to help him out, to tag, all kinds of shit. Really, really entertaining stuff. But the best part to me, the best part, we got Kenzie Page in singles action. She took on Casey Lennox. I'm telling you, I've said it a thousand times on this show, Kenzie Page is a future women's champion. Guaranteed. She's coming out of her shell She's getting nasty, she's getting vicious, and she's getting so much better in the ring. Time is going to be to fucking tell on that one. She's going to be amazing. Tony, let me ask you something about the comparison between USA, NWA USA and Power. Are uh -huh. they like are they like kind of like equals like to like superstars and challenge or like USA wrestling and challenge back in the day? Or is one like notably notably the A show and the other one the B show? I think I think you're right. I think there is an A and B show. I think because the Saturday show is not part of the package that you pay for on um, Fight TV. It's uh, it's a free show for everybody, and I think the focus of that show was supposed to be like the national championship, but they also do they also do a lot with the junior heavyweight title. Um, they do a lot with um, the women on that show, so it's kind of like a little bit of a flavor, but. I mean, Nick Aldis has appeared on 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 um, 
on USA before, but he's not there all the time. So it's kind of like the guys that are more up and coming that get their shot there. That kind of yeah. makes sense. But they, who does is is the commentary team the same? Um, for the most part, like they like to swap out and stuff, but it's pretty much Tim. Well, see, because Tim Storm is also supposed to be the authority figure. Now he might be co-authority figure. Joe Galley's always there, but then it comes up like Austin Idol might be there, Tim Storm might be there. It's all the usuals. It's not like a set team. I wish I kind of wish they would do like a set team, but they don't. It and and Tony, I know we talked about it. I think I think we talked about it last week, but I think it was made official, or at least you heard. Uh, your friend William Patrick Corgan give his reasoning behind announcing the main event for 74. Yeah. He said that Nick Aldis was playing too many games backstage and, you know, trying to, trying to bribe officials, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't know who's it. So, so both. So, so Tyrus is getting the shot. Tyrus is getting the shot. Main event on Sunday, day two, night two, because it was originally supposed to be all this, Night one main eventing against Trevor, but did no. This is this is the ultimate match. This is the final match of the weekend. So, Tyrus. is there a title match on the night on the first night? No, I mean nothing's been announced. Okay, but then again, you also got to think like they're gonna have they're they're having something for the U.S. tag belts. They're gonna have something for the women's TV titles. So, yeah. you know. I don't know. Is Tyrus selling you a pay-per-view? Well, here's the thing. Like, Tyrus is big on television. Tyrus has a following, you know? Like, he's on Fox. Yeah. You know? No, I mean, there's something to be said for that because his non-wrestling fan base is pretty large. He's the national exposure for for non-wrestling for that company. It's very bizarre, but it it is true. Yeah. How how disappointed they will be when they fucking buy the pay-per-view and watch him wrestle. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Tyrus, Tyrus can talk people into anything. Tyrus is fantastic on commentary, but when it comes yeah, to getting in the Tyrus ring, Tyrus can talk people into anything. That probably, <laughs> well, all right, <laughs> all right, not the greatest choice of words. Right, well, KTG, Tyrus blows. I don't disagree, uh, but his, but he seems to be liked from what I understand and. His freaking figure was the top selling figure that fucking Hawkins and Ryder did. So that I mean he's gotta have some sort of weird fan base out there somewhere. I mean yeah, he's a character nerdy wrestling fans that No, just... but we don't know we're there are five nerdy wrestling fans that just said how much we don't like Tyrus. Yeah, I don't have no interest in the Bendies or a Tyrus figure ever, ever, ever. Right. But I'm saying that so I'm not saying I don't think it's the wrestling fans. I don't think it's the wrestling fans that really like Tyrus. I mean, he's I th- on. I think it's his outside things. He's on, he's on ca- his things. Uh, he's on well, cable TV, have... e- dude. And every week he's out, he's got that TV title with him. Every week, you don't think you don't think that uh, Billy would have a boner to have Charlotte on TV every week? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, maybe Billy should stop calling the fucking busted open and changing the main events that Nick Aldis clearly earned by winning a match, regardless of what he says after the fact on yeah, social that's, media. Yeah. Billy Corgan is a fucktard. How do you like them apples? I, I think like them fuck, apples. I think fucktard's a little harsh. We'll no? tell your buddy Billy to go fuck his hand. Fix really? 
Fix all the shit Billy. that your fuckboy Tony Khan does, and you're gonna shit on Billy for, Fix for this Billy. You had a great pay-per-view for the 74th anniversary of the NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance. You tell me the last pay-per-view Tyrus wrestled at, you didn't shit all over his match. Well, yeah, but Mims also got hurt during that. Oh, match. it doesn't matter what happened to big strong Mims. Look, I'm the first one to tell you Tyrus in the ring is not the Tyrus of old. He's just but why not. would you put him in the fucking main event? You I mean, just explained this to you. Reads, Billy Corgan is part of the committee. That's why there's shitty decisions made on this. Can you beat that championship? Listen, what you people don't understand is I'm the one that has Wait, to deal with the this committee. You people. You people, you, Billy, Billy Freeds and Eric Haney and all these guys that are putting shit in the chat. I see Tony, you all. Tony up in his fucking ivory tower, you people. Ivory tower. I'm the one that has to deal with the committee directly. You. I have to go we, to them with you, these ideas. You, with these things you that people this was, the committee was your idea. One it's week, not an idea. There's a committee. What are you talking about? One week it just showed up. It was here. I did, to Kevin, did you get a text about the committee? I didn't. I did not get a text about the committee. Now, Tony, how do you feel about Taya Valkyrie becoming the number one contender? Nope. Nope. Kylan King was supposed to be number one contender. I don't know what happened to that. She beat Allison Kay. I don't know where that went. What do you mean she was supposed to be? Kylan King beat Allison Kay. The two of them challenged each other, and they said this is going to be for the number one contendership. Yeah, but Kylan was... King beat Allison Kay. This was just a couple weeks ago. Right, but then but Taya just be, Taya just beat her. That was not for the number one contendership. It was. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, what's the problem? Because Kylan King, the whole story was about her getting this rematch where she was this close to beating Camille, and this was going to be her chance, her second crack at it because she won the number one All contendership. Right. Taya right. Valkyrie just shows up and gets the number one contendership. No, she shows up and has a match with Kylan King for it and beats her. Yeah, him. but how does she get a match with Kylan King? Kylan, did, did I totally butcher her name? Was that no Kylan King? That's her oh name. okay. There you go. Well, I, what the, the, the committee did made it happen. Oh, all then, right, now you all are just <laughs> mocking the committee. And then I uh, mean, and the, but the, the the fact remains that Taya beat Carly Simon, and now she's the number one contender. Kate really wants me to have a fucking heart attack in the in the chat, doesn't she? She really does. Uh, I got you. I pull it up for you, big guy. Case of Stone Freeds <laughs> in AEW and Tony as a corny cor, coronar, wow. coronary. Jesus, dude. Coronary. NWA sucks for months, and Tony is like, we're in a rough patch. Wait, wait. NWA sucks for months. What are you talking about? It's been like a couple of weeks, and I've called the NWA out on all their bullshit lately. You guys can attest to that. I, I didn't hate power. I didn't hate power. No, this week was fine. This week I thought they were they were getting back on the right track. But all these fucking extra titles. I mean, what? You think I'm fucking happy that we're getting trios belts in AEW? I put them both in the same fucking pit. You don't think it's a good idea to have a secondary woman's title? No, no, not at this point. No. How many fucking titles are they gonna have, dude? I this mean, is um, be, this is getting to be ridiculous levels of titles for one show that works out of a fucking studio in Georgia. It's insane. I, I think you, I think you have to consider roster size to, to titles. Like AEW has an insane amount of people, so they can afford to have a trio. Ah, title. come on, dude, that's overkill, though. I, I'm not dis. I'm not 100 disagreeing with you. And they've got their, two. Their roster is gigantic. Yeah, but they've got two. They've got two promotions under their banner now. Yeah, and but one is still a work in progress. So yeah. So once that, if that ever separates itself from it, then it'll be strictly AEW, and then one could hope we don't know, but one would be strictly AEW with a gigantic roster 
two shows plus dark and dark elevation. Somebody, somebody made a note between all with all the shows that AEW's done this year, they've had 20 different titles appear on their shows. 20 fucking titles. That's insane. Yeah, but well, I, I mean that's oh, sorry, Matt. Go ahead. But that's Are insane, dude. And look, the NWA is no better. We don't need a secondary women's title. We don't need secondary tag titles for the men. We don't need any of this shit. So Matt, so Tony. So there are three men's championships, singles, right? Where? Or four. Four. There's four. We're talking NWA, just so yeah. people out there know. NWA. There's four okay. NWA singles champions. And then there are two women's championships, tag team and world, right? Well, there's five if you want to count the tag for men. No, I'm talking. All right. So, okay. Well, I'll, okay, fine. Yeah, I didn't have to count. The, I have to count the tag for men. Yeah. So that's seven titles they have right now that so are recognized in the NWA. Eight- all right, so is eight really that much more overkill than seven? Kev, there's going to be nine in two, three weeks. Nine. The only thing I will give you, because I don't watch NWA religiously, the only thing I'll give you is I don't know this, how many women they have on their roster. Off the top of my head, Camille, what, the Impaler, uh, uh, Marty Bell, uh, Pala uh, Blaze, Chelsea, uh um, there's probably 15 women that are there full time. 15. 15. You could you could have a second championship. Uh, a second now, single, the, yes. now, out of those 15, how many of them are in tag teams? Well, you've got the um, oh Christ, pretty empowered the fixers. No, oh, you're talking about men. <laughs> fixers. <laughs> it's like when the juicy product won the WSU women's titles. <laughs> Who are the uh, who are the the, bl- the blondes that like just won the belts? That is that pretty empowered. Yeah, that's pretty empowered. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Tony, to your AEW comment too about twenty titles. Don't forget, you're bringing in champions from other promotions. Yeah, but those that's twenty titles you're constantly showing on your programs. And, and, and but it a lot of it, Tony, and a lot of it is to just hype up the wrestlers themselves, and, and it, the focus isn't on the titles. It's about. The, the 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 workers themselves is not saying like like the revival had or FTR had uh, the AAA or the CMLL championship. So when was that ever, other than maybe like one time, considered like taken seriously like in AEW in the AEW universe? Like I don't think it was. So then why have them on the TV if you're not going to 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 make your wrestlers look? It's like Bell Collector. Like our, our guest popping on, he was a Bell Collector at one point in time. He had all the gold in a very famous uh, picture on uh, on social media. But uh, but yeah, I think it's more so just to hype the guys and 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 synergy and and stuff like that. I don't think anyone really super took it seriously. I mean, it's also they're cross promoting. You're working with AAA. Exactly. Those guys are going to be on AAA, so why not have the tag titles on your show? Before we bring CPN, my CPA in, my last question: What is the what is your ideal amount of championships in a, in one promotion? Any promotion, any size. Any promotion, any size. Look, WWF back in the eighties had three. Yep. And I don't count the women's title because, sorry, they didn't like one week. Rock and Robin well, was there, and then okay, the next okay. week she was gone, and you never heard from her again, yeah. and then. Like Alundra Blaze showed up one day with the title. I needed you to find. I needed you to define back in the day because we're old as shit. What? So. 
Um, I'll throw it out there. Maybe five. You you have a, a major championship for the men, a secondary championship. If you want to do a weight class title, you want to do tag belts, you want to have a belt for the women. And take it from there. And take it from there. So Tony says five. Kevin? I say... Again, I always compare it. I always judge it by roster size. Like, if you have a million people fighting over nothing, then what the heck's the point of them fighting over? Which is another problem. But I would say, women's. I would make it equal. Main, main uh, women's, main men, secondary uh, women, secondary men, sec- tag titles, women, tag title, men. So you're saying six? I would say six. And then if there's specific things that one can't do because of the, like, with the like with the other, then then maybe you could have it lopsided. But I think the ideal thing is top secondary tag. Or if you want to have two secondaries, two seconds. I'd say six to – no, I'll say six. I'll stick with six. Six. I know CPA has been hearing this whole thing, and we're going to bring him in. Uh, wow, that is a – This is, is why <laughs> – this is why I love CPA. Yo, he looks like he could just bite your head right off your shoulders. That's what I'm hoping. Well, I mean, the tail, want, the, what I, I he looks like now, what he looks like now, he yeah. may bite your head off. No, he might shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> have you, have yeah. you ever seen he'll, the, he'll, um, eat the remains. Have, have you ever seen the meme of Ahmed Johnson meeting Ahmed Johnson? Where it's like fat Ahmed no. Johnson meets in shape Ahmed Johnson. Oh, it's fantastic. Yes. Yes, I did. I did <laughs> that, that. That Wally Wally thing, whatever the 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 image generator, I did Ahmed Johnson on a horse just because I wanted to see what it would look like, <laughs> and it was it was a disaster. It was just it was just him wearing different color jeans, standing by a horse. I just wanted to see what Ahmed Johnson in 1996 would look like riding a horse, and I got none of it. So it was very disappointing. But <laughs> boy, can dream. Boy can dream. Maybe the software is updated since then, and I can get a genuine image of my Johnson look like riding a horse. That's just all I wanted out of 2022, really. There you go. Interesting. So you had put on Twitter <laughs> when I put up that you were going to be on the show that you'll be wrestling wrestling Mantar next week. Uh, don't know if this is true <laughs> or false. Ironically enough, uh, I watched. Uh, the first episode from 1995 Superstars with the debuting Mantar last night. Um, when I got the notification this morning, I I had to laugh because I feel like me being on this podcast is like is like the release of Chinese Democracy over Guns and Roses, where it's like <laughs> you guys literally in my for this show like me for the past t- 10 years or whatever i was just like all right i guess they just don't want me on it's cool whatever it's fine uh and then i got that i was like ooh, ah there you go there he is <laughs> there's 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 the boy at the office we have occasionally when we actually have like leisure talk we'll talk about like baseball or whatever and it'll be like be like, oh, that's your boy. We'll, you know, like we'll, we'll talk about like baseball, and it'll be like some like mediocre player. Like my boy is like, uh, you know, like Rod Barajas or something like that. Just like a very like, very like in- inconsequential player. Like that's my boy. Ahmed Johnson is like a boy. Like he is like my boy. 
like ride or die him steve blackman like d'lo brown like those are like the boys of this of the of the cpa universe um the guys that i will never ever ever say any ill will any ill words towards um just because they had such an impact on my on my young developing life and i remember um i remember one time i think it was like the first uh the first Wawa's I had, I brought, they had me bringing all my wrestling figures to weigh down the balloons mm-hmm. for the, mm-hmm. for the table. And one of the figures was a Steve Blackman. And yep. I remember like, you just like, wouldn't put it down for so long. So what, <laughs> what about, see, I'm a big Steve Blackman guy too. And I also think that figure is tremendous. Yeah. So what, what was it about like your unique connection to these obscure wrestlers that are just kind of niche? Um, you know what? That all started literally like when I started watching wrestling. Like my first, my first gen- genuinely, my first memory of wrestling or watching wrestling or seeing it or whatever, um, was seeing a Papa Shango vignette on television. That's my first, like, burned into my brain. My first memory of seeing anything wrestling related was Papa Shango. Um, then from there. I would watch other stuff and it was like the guys I was obsessed with was like giant Gonzalez, Kamala undertaker, uh, like repo man. I was just obsessed with like the weirdest characters and just like, just who, who was the most like animated weird, like unhinged person on the show. Ultimate warrior, obviously like, yeah, I liked, I, I liked Hogan. I liked Brett. I liked Sean, but like the guys I like, the guys who brought me back to watching wrestling every time were always the weirdos like nails. Like I loved nails. I don't know why. <laughs> I just, I just liked all the weirdos. I was just like really drawn to like the, the fantastique of wrestling again, more, more so like Kamala undertaker yeah. guys like that. But I, I just like, those are the things that are burned into my head or the weirdos from like yeah. SummerSlam 92, SummerSlam 93, like I was like, what is Bam Bam Bigelow? I don't care. He has tattoos on his head. And my dad has tattoos on his arms. He must be cool, you know. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just uh, that trend like followed me through my life. So now, you know, like as time went on, again, yeah, it became like Steve Blackman and and like the Job Squad and Al Snow, like you know, just Al Snow in general. And then like going over to ECW, like I was like obsessed with Balls Mahoney. Which is weird because then 10, yeah. 10 or whatever years later, I ended up teaming up with him. Um, like, just it, it, that, that was like to me, for my money, there is no more entertaining year of wrestling than WCW in 2000. It's not good. Like, it's not, it doesn't age terribly well, but it's entertaining. I could watch, I could watch, I could watch Crowbar and Daphne and David Flair all day long to my heart's content, never get tired of it. Again, I know what I'm watching is objectively not great television, but to me, that's entertaining. I enjoyed that whole era of wrestling, you know, like Ric Flair getting lost in the desert. Like what? That's amazing. I'd rather (laughs) see him in the desert than, than have a fake heart attack. You know, like, I don't know. It's just, just one boy's opinion, I guess. I've been waiting for this day 
for a long, long time. <laughs> Ahmed Johnson, like... The first time I saw him, I didn't even see him wrestle. I saw him in the magazine. I was like, this is my new favorite wrestler. I don't care what he does. I don't know who he's with. I don't know what his thing is. He's the man. Like, look at him. How could you that, not like him when you're, that, when was you're, it, was it however Johnson old I was. Was fire pants that he never actually wore on TV? Is that the magazine? No. Uh, maybe. I'm trying to think. Have you ever seen him in that Daisy picture? Dukes. Dude, it was the one with the Daisy Dukes. Let's be honest. Yeah. No, I'm trying to remember now. I I definitely had like a magazine where he was wearing those fire pants, but I don't know. Whenever the first time I like saw him, it was like, oh, that's that's like a that's a sight to behold. And I was just like, that's that's my dude. Like I'm going all all in on Ahmed Johnson. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's just my. That's I, it. Says a lot about me as a as my pro wrestling trajectory has expanded over the past few years, um, the things that I'm into and the things that I'm actually doing in wrestling, it just says a lot. And it's none of this surprises me at all. When I think about like my, my developing years as a wrestling fan, none of this is like, Oh man, like, you know, I used to, I used to really like this. And now I like, it's like, no, I still like the same weird stuff. Like I, like, when Elias first came in, I was like, what? he just plays guitar and like sings. He doesn't wrestle. This guy's the man. I don't care if he wrestles. He's great. He's the man. He looks great. The handsome, big, handsome, jacked boy. He plays, he plays, you know, objectively. Okay. Guitar. This is the man. He's great. Like, I don't know. I, I just, I, I like weird stuff in wrestling. I always have. How about his brother, Ezekiel? You a fan? Okay. So, oh boy. The first time I saw Ezekiel, I thought he was Damian Sandow. <laughs> he gets that a lot. Straight wow. up, I was like, because he debuted the night after Mania, and I was like, oh, Cody's there. They'll bring in Damian Sandow. That makes sense to me. And then they're like, oh, no, this is Elias's brother. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> and I just had to kind of like, I had to like look into like the 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 bowels of my my brain and my memory retention. I was like, that is okay. That is, that is okay. That's not Damien Sandow after all. Um, but yeah, I straight up 100% was like, oh, that's Damien Sandow. That's cool. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Ezekiel's fun. I like his like little, his tassels or whatever, his weird, dangly gear, whatever, whatever he's wearing there. Yeah, he's 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 fun, fun. Also, you know, big jacked boy like like Elias. So you know, hope hope he hope he does well. I don't actually watch every week, so I don't know exactly yeah, what tough. the uh, what the current. It's not even tough. I just. No, no, I, I'm not I saying need to, watching. I'm not saying the prod. It just schedules are tough. Like it's was yeah, yeah. It's three hours, bro. Also, like just to watch something, if it's not something I want to watch, I need to be held down like Clockwork Orange style to watch like any of it. Just be. I just I can't. I can't sit down and watch things as I've as I've as I've aged and as my 
I guess my ADHD has expanded. I'm just like, eh. Why watch something new? <laughs> we are on the line with CPA at CPA Wrestles on Twitter, Instagram. Um, you know him from WrestlePro, PWS, Create a Pro, NYWC. He's literally wrestled everywhere. Uh, I was lucky enough to be at AEW in uh, Arthur Ashe. Uh, and um, you were in a three on one handicap match against the Big Show. Uh, and he. <laughs> Oh my god! I he beat the dog shit out of you, and the crowd really enjoyed it. Is there a part during that where after he slaps you the first time, uh, and the crowd is going nuts? You're like, dear God, please don't fucking open hand slap me again. Um. So the first time he hit me, <clears throat> the first time he chopped me, my entire skeletal structure was vibrating for like 20 seconds. So I didn't really have time to think about what was going to happen next. It just kind of happened. Um, yeah, there was just no like completely like empty brain, like no, no thought, no nothing. I was just like, okay, if I can get control of my body, I can maybe like make a decision about what my next move is. And I couldn't, I just couldn't. I like, the, the reaction, like, VSK, like, fell on the floor and took, like, a little, like, bump or whatever. I literally, what you saw me do was all I was capable of doing in that moment. Was just, just doing, like, a little, like, Johnny B. Bad shimmy and just falling to the floor. That's literally the only thing that my body could muster at that moment. Um, so, no, there were there were no thoughts. No thoughts whatsoever. It was just... Just was sharing the ring with a member of the Dungeon of Doom on your bingo card in your wrestling career? Of course it was. I'm wrestling um I'm wrestling um I got a lot of weird stuff coming up this year. I'm wrestling Danny Doring this week, which is like amazing. I'm I'm apparently I'm wrestling Buff Bagwell in Alaska, which is like <laughs> I really like when Kevin told me about it, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then I like posted on Facebook and all my like all my like pre-wrestling friends were like, that's insane. Like, can I go? And I was like, well, so there's a little logistic issue with this whole you going thing. And it's that it's 4000 miles away. So <laughs> like if you want to go, that's cool. But like, you know, that's it's a it's going to be a, a you decision, not so me. So um, you, you you mentioned Danny Doring this this Thursday, um, and I, I'm like you mentioned you just said it like right now because I I had this question in in the holster that like like I, it it boggles my mind that the way that you said how you're going to be wrestling Danny Doring you've never not at one Russell Pro show not at one show you've never been in the ring with Danny Doring. I teamed up with him at Creative Pro one time, <clears throat> um, but I. As far as I know, other than that, I've never, uh, yeah, I've never had a match like a one-on-one -on -one with him or like we've never like interacted in that sort of way. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked about this. I'm yeah, going to do some EC dub stuff and we'll see how that goes. So what, so what, what else, what, what else crazy stuff you got going on? I don't know. I actually, today I was trying to update my calendar because I keep forgetting what I have coming up. I guess I'm, I'm like, I'm wrestling in uh, Vermont 
uh, next weekend. Not this Limitless. weekend. Next weekend. No, this is not Limitless. Limitless is right. in Maine. This is Vermont. That's and by all the same. Ver- and by Ver- well, no, by Vermont, I mean like Canada, basically. <laughs> it's like the the place I'm going is like five miles south of Canada. Like you can see it from the building. Nice. Uh, so that'll be fun. I'm wrestling in New Hampshire in like a week or two. I think KM kind of hooked me up with that. Um, that'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I like, I do have stuff coming up. I just, again, I need to like go through my messages and actually like organize what I have coming up and try to, uh, try to get a, try to get a hold of myself and be like, all right, can we actually, can we actually do this whole traveling thing? I really like when, when like MJF first started getting booked a lot, he would be like, oh, I have a show in, I have chaotic one night and then I have a show in like Texas the next day. That's doable. Right. And we were like, do you have like, like a map? Like, have you seen a, have you seen a map? (laughs) And that's kind of what I'm feeling right now. I'm like, all right, I need to, I need to prioritize. Cause you got, well, Kevin specifically knows uh, after shows, I'm a I'm a hanger outer guy, uh, or like I don't really necessarily want to go home immediately, just because like you know I I've always been like if I'm gonna drive three hours to a wrestling show, or eight hours or whatever however many amount of hours, and it's been it's not a popular decision when I'm driving with other people who have like children and like lives at home and I don't, so I'm like, all right, let's let's cut a rug, let's hang out after the show, and everyone's like, no, we want to leave. Uh, to the point where, like, CPA duty after a show is, like, a thing now. <laughs> where, where someone's assigned to, like, wrangle me uh, away from whatever I'm doing. Which, it's nothing scandalous, but I guess I've had one, maybe one scandalous night. So now we have to, we have to, CPA duty has to be a real thing. Um, yeah, I just, I don't want to drive to a show just to go home, just to wrestle for seven minutes and then go home. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, Danny Doring. I think that's where we started with this. And then I just sidebarred on sidebarred on sidebarred. Um, so let me ask you, CPA, the, the after, after wrestling match, uh, uh, adventures, uh, did that have a hand in the off the hop rope podcast? Yeah, kind of, I get, yeah. So like, I started doing the Blitzkrieg shows in 2016 and we would go to the bar that would like sponsor the shows afterwards. And I guess like, that's how like I became friendly with Mark. That's how I became friendly with Troy to an extent. Um, So yeah, that, you know, all, all roads lead back to hanging out after shows and, you know, to the point where like, and still now like people would like bring us, Bring us beers. Yeah, leave the memories alone. Leave the memories alone. Oh, man. Dude, I, I love that show. I loved when you would have, like, the most insane amount of people on it, and it would just be a complete, like, cluster of, like, six or seven guys just, like, watching a show and just going back and forth. That first, uh, we used to do a Royal Rumble episode every year where we would have, like, ten people. And we, we so like- we were, we would all draw numbers. And let's say, you know, I dress, I dress seven. So like 
VSK is six. Boulder is five. So Boulder and VSK are talking when six comes out. And then when seven comes out, Boulder has to stop talking. And then it's me and VSK. Um, we had just a cooler filled with stuff at Mark's house. And I listened to it one time only. And literally by the time it's over, I'm not even using like human words anymore. I'm just kind of like, <laughs> I'm just kind of grunting in some, you know, multi, multi-syllabic fashion uh, that I guess to me was words at the time, but it most certainly was not. Um, yeah. Off the hop rope was fun. I, I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm glad. I'm very happy that Mark is busy now and, you know, doing other things and Troy thinks he's busy and thinks he doesn't have time to do it. And also like, I guess I don't really have time to do it anymore. I suppose if things would come up, I would make time. Um, yeah, that was fun. The podcast was fun. I, uh, I will say not having, not having the obligation to drink two to three very, very calorie dense craft beers every week, uh, was definitely a, positive on my waistline um just because like dude like every week i was like and especially like once the pandemic hit i was buying stuff on my own so i was buying a four pack every week like when we started it i would go over mark's house and mark would have them and i'd have one or two at most when i was just left to my own devices i was having four beers every monday or tuesday night or whatever and like by the end of it, I'm just like I'm like, what was the the character in Willy Wonka where he like float? He just like the blueberry thing where he just like, like yeah, it was like, that was that bitchy little girl I think. Yeah, I was Veruca Salt, right? Was that Veruca Salt? <laughs> I don't know. That was me every 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 night. I would just float to bed and just like hover and like swish around in my bed after we were done recording. Um, so yeah, I definitely. Uh, my health definitely improved somewhat after the show uh, ceased to exist, but yeah, it was fun. And and I will say this, that like after shows like CPA is like, um, is like the first guy I hunt down to share a, to share a pop with. Uh, it's mm-hmm. like you were, it's like you were, or Boulder, like you're like, mm-hmm. you're my, my go-tos. And of course, like Bobby and, and Mac. Uh, but so I want to ask you this. So I hope this doesn't happen, but being that you're, can, you're, you're seeing yourself book more, in like the north northeast like i guess the, the, the what do they call that the, the what's, what's, new england new england there yeah yeah would you ever consider because i've heard a lot of like coaches tell their kids like hey if you can get and i'm not saying that you're a kid that was that was you know what i mean but like would you Go ever ahead, consider man. relocating to get to just have that consistent work because that area's pop is hopping right now i actually considered moving up there recently and i'm still like kind of toying with it um i don't know we'll see i i'm right now i'm like kind of if i'm gonna move it's gonna be like either new england area or like pittsburgh because i really like pittsburgh i was actually there last week and i had a good old a merry old time uh we wrestled at a brewery uh appropriately enough and uh there was actually a, a a major pod fan there who wouldn't let me pay for beer um so cpa duty was but nobody there knew about cpa duty so it wasn't a thing so i was just like hey guys i'm fine i'm fine we're good we're good um i've never so, yeah, seen you needing cpa duty 
You know what? Because well, the that the reason that is is because usually when I go to wrestle pro shows, I'm I'm driving. Um, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. So I need to get in, have a little fun, eat something plentiful, and then we gotta go. Like that. La- I think was it. It might have been the last time we like went out afterwards. We were there with like Moth and so and so. Yeah. And like that cast of characters, I'm like, all right, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta put a, we gotta put a lid on this eventually because this could, <laughs> this could, we could be here literally all night, dude. That's and... why, I, that's why I always get a room because there's no, there's no telling what could possibly happen. Most of the times it's tame, but just in the, in the, the event that it gets wild, I'm just like, I'm not Ubering, I don't, I can't function. I'm going, mm-hmm. I'm walking right to the hotel. That's yeah, it. yeah. I might do that next time. We'll see. When's the, the next show is in September, right? September the next Friday. Okay. Friday yeah, now. we might we might do that. We'll see. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. We got a place to crash, my man. Yes. So we mentioned talking about like weird, crazy characters, and this is one thing that like that you and I have in common that we love, and that is, of course, the Dungeon of Doom. Mm-hmm. And we talk at length about this, Matt. I know. You're familiar, Tony, of course. I need to ask, like, to me, there were, like, two versions of the Dungeon of Doom. There was, like, the legit, like, kooky, like, everyone that Hogan worked in WWF Dungeon of Doom. Your Shark, your Kamala, your Meng, your, um, I guess, and then I guess the guy, oh, God, what was his name? It's, it's escaping me. Who was the top, the top, not Kevin Sullivan, the top guy. Oh, my God. Curtis Iakea? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And then there was the version that was just like, you know, Megan Barbarian and then Conan yeah. and Humorous and Max Muscle. How like how did how did they let the Dungeon of Doom go to shit like that? Um, you know what? Because so this is this is kind of a result of playing TEW a lot and downloading the the, the mods for like 1999 WCW. They they had so many people under contract after, you know, like once NWO started and things started to ramp up on the business side, but they still kept so many people around. And I also like, I saw, I forget, it was something, some sort of lawsuit that happened a few years ago where they released a bunch of like the, the contract figures and stuff like that. They had like three, like 200 wrestlers under contract. So I think it just kind of like, and Kevin Sullivan was there for a long time. So I think he just like maybe wanted to keep his baby alive. And so he was just like, all right, who's not doing anything? We got Hugh Morris, like one man gang, I think was a part of it maybe for a little while. That was in the, I think that was in the earlier stages, I think. Yeah. Like Loch Ness and like all these just like rando people who's like, you're not doing anything. Go be spooky. And wrestle on wcw saturday night against jumping joey mags and you know uh bart lancaster or whatever every week (laughs) and then they then they had like lochness fight the giant like what the like what was that goofy shit (laughs) i i don't know but it was to me as a child i was mesmerized dude by just like what are we doing it doesn't matter i'm watching it (laughs) Dude, my what favorite, are we doing? It doesn't matter. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite Dungeon and Doom member of all time is Zodiac. 
Who's yours? Zodiac was fun. Zodiac was fun. Uh, I don't know. That's yeah. tough. Yeah, like, okay, so Yeti is just, like, such a weird, like, mystery to me. So, like, he had that one appearance yep. yeah, as the know. mummy guy. The one appearance as the mummy guy. And then World War III, yep. he's wearing, like, Mortal Kombat gear. Yeah. And he's just inconsequential to everything. Like it was like the three rings, like the one ring giant was in one ring. Uh, Yeti was in one ring. And then someone and else was Hogan. They had like Hogan. Yeah. Like they had three giants controlling the rings. Yep. And, and Yeti gets thrown out like Hogan the, a giant. Yeah. And Yeti gets thrown out before the belly. Yeti does like the CPA 2013 rumble special where he just gets tossed out as soon as the bell rings. I'm like, what was, what is he? What is, he's not a mummy anymore. He just wears like this weird, like ninja outfit or something like that. I don't know. That was, so it was a, a sharp, a sharp, uh, sharp decline for the Yeti's wrestling career, unfortunately. So, so, so one more about the dungeon, and then I want to get back to you real quick, and then we'll let you go. We don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, mm-hmm. so, so if you could rank like your top five, favorite dungeon of doom members of all time off the top of your head how would it go okay so let me just preface this by saying when when off the hop rope when we started doing we only got through one because then we couldn't like we stopped doing the podcast we were going to do a season format and one of the ideas that we had cooking it was probably going to be season three because season one was undertaker wrestlemania matches Season two is going to be like the evolution of Austin 316 or something like that. I'm almost positive season three was going to be like the timeline of Dungeon of Doom, like all the matches that led up to world, the 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 triple cage thing triple or cage. whatever. Yeah. And obviously there are going to be bonus bonus things of like Megan Barbarian against, you know, uh, men at work or whatever from WC, <laughs> you know, Saturday night or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, if I had anything to say about it, that's what we we're gonna do. Um, top five. So obviously, just based on his first appearance when Kevin Sullivan, I think he wrestled Evad. I think it was a match with Evad, and all of a sudden you hear a voice over the loudspeaker. It's Sullivan, my son. Yeah. From the streets of Shanghai to the sewers of Zimbabwe, whatever, whatever, whatever you're saying. So, like, Curtis Iakea, like, triple main man, like, the best ever, just because of that, just from that. Um, obviously, number two, we got to go with the Homer. We got to go with Kamala. Three. Yes, the best. He was on TV for a month, and he was just, you know, it's Kamala. Kamala can do no wrong ever. Hey, let me, um, let me let me ask you real quick. Oh. Uh, Kamala becoming um, uh, coming under the tutelage of the Reverend Reverend Slick for the whole "You Are a Man" gimmick. Yay or nay? Not only yay, but like just so much money left on the table with like him going bowling <laughs> and all that stuff. So just imagine how great. Kamala as a good guy would have been on television, especially with like the. I'm not saying they didn't have talented wrestlers; they just didn't have a lot of wrestlers in general. Like looking at like Survivor Series '93, 
there's what, like 25, 30 people on the show. There were 25 or 30 people on the roster. So having Kamala around to maybe, you know, be like a, be like a kind of like a, like a full circle, like stopgap between, you know, leading into Undertaker for Yokozuna. Like imagine like that full circle thing where like Kamala and Undertaker had like this legendary rivalry. And then all of a sudden Kamala has to not sort of unintentionally, you know, defend Undertaker, like leading, you know, maybe it could have been like Survivor Series 93. We had the, we had the match for Royal Rumble 94 announced in between on like an all American wrestling. We have this huge match Kamala against Yokozuna and Kamala almost beats him. And then Yokozuna just destroys him. But you know, there, there was just so much, so much meat on that bone. Um, just same thing. Like they had Bastion Booger was starting to become a little bit of a good guy. And then he just disappeared. Like there's so much, there, there, there were so many like nice little, like little nuggets of things that we could have gotten that we didn't for, whatever reason um i forgot what i was up to but i'll just go kamala was number curtis ikea yes kamala uh just ming ming is great he was the man he was just like the faces of fear the original faces of fear was like such a great little foil around like late 94 even though like the main event of Starcade 94 is one of the most diabolical matches I've ever seen in my life. But just, you know, like just Ming. Um, Loch Ness had such a cool look and such a unique presentation to him and his voice and his accent and like just the size of him and like just how weird he was. And like, that was great. And, um, so are we considering Z Gangsta a part a member of Dungeon of Doom we canonically? Will. We will. Okay, so Z Z Gangsta. Canonically yeah. member of Dungeon of Doom. I'll put him in the top five. Dude, that's that's so like so all right. So I oh, god damn, one more one more on, on the dungeon. Thoughts on Lex Luger's association with the dungeon. Okay. I watched that again recently, like over the past like two, three years. It makes no sense. <laughs> Lex Luger. Lex Luger was so beloved by WCW fans. He could literally go out there and have peed on Hulk Hogan, like beaten him to a pulp and peed on him. And he would have put someone on the torture rack and everyone would have exploded. That being said, there's like, so it's similar to like, late 99 early 2000 when like or yeah like summer ish 99 china comes out with triple h everybody hates her she's punching people in the dick whatever 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 <laughs> two segments later she's coming out and she's beating up some you know jeff jarrett or whatever and everyone's like yeah china you're the best same thing with lex luger where like he was like oh i'm in the dungeon of doom now and then two segments later he's like helping out sting and i'm like I don't know what we're doing, but I think it just proves that people really underestimate how cool Lex Luger was, and that's a hill I will take a good, solid cat nap on. Yeah, no, that whole... I, I'm sorry, Kev. I was watching... I'll go through these weird things where I just, like, I, I need to watch all these Nitros in a row. 
and the story makes no fucking sense. And I'm like, oh, now I'll watch Halloween Havoc. I'm like, this does not help the case. But then I'll watch the next Nitro. And then it's like, oh, him and Sting are going to save a cat from a tree. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is going? Just mm-hmm. let him put Hogan in the rack and let's call it a fucking day, people. That's he up. doesn't have to be in the Dungeon of Doom to do it. Oh. They planted all the seeds that first Nitro. <laughs> uh, I think my favorite, not my favorite, it's kind of like, uh, I don't really like consider like musical guilty pleasures. But if I were to have a guilty pleasure of that time period, it would be uh, Luger and Jimmy Hart were talking to Jimmy and Jean, like up on the stage, and Luger delivers his go home line, and then he goes to give Jimmy Hart a high five, and Jimmy Hart just completely ignores him, <laughs> and Luger's just standing there for like a good like seven seconds, and he's like, "Yeah," and Jimmy Hart's just like, "All right, I'm on to the next line," and then he just goes. Yep, and he puts his hands back on his hips and he moves on with the moves on with the day. So, so to me, uh, CPA Lex Luger paid that forward from for when he won the the WCW Championship on Nitro from Hogan. Yes, and Dean Malenko goes in for the shake and he completely <laughs> ignores the shit out of Dean Malenko. We love storytelling. We love yeah. story long term storytelling. <laughs> long term storytelling. Just no thread whatsoever. Just like, oh, this one's this this one's for Jimmy, man. Yeah. Screw this. Just, I was hurt deeply, and now I'm gonna do the same to somebody else. I I like, am fascinated because I'm on the Dungeon of Doom Wikipedia, the oh independent uh, circuit Dungeon of Doom. Which was Gangrel, Luna, The Wall, Psycho Sam Dudley, and Hard Rock Ken Sweeney. When was this? This looks like 2002. Ooh. In uh, USA like... Pro Wrestling. <laughs> oh, there's a rabbit hole. USA Pro. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I think so. I think some of those USA Pro shows are still going on as we speak, and just everybody <laughs> left. They're on their three hundredth match. Are they like Grim Reefers going out there to wrestle Low Life Louie or something like that in a hardcore match? <laughs> There's like one person still left standing at the Franklin Square Firehouse. They're just like, yeah. <laughs> they still have like hurricane masks on the wall from like 2004. Yeah, I went to two or three of those shows. I was like, my dad took me to both of them. And my dad was like, he was such a gamer when it came to like, yeah, I'll watch wrestling with my son and I'll just hang out with him. Those shows, he was like, Nick, I'm going home. Just let me know when it's over. I can't. I don't want to stand anymore. (laughs) I'm done. We're done here. (laughs) All right. So. So let me ask you this, like your character, CPA. For those who may not know, I've seen it since day one, so like I get it, like I understand, like what you've what you've done with it and how awesome it's been. But can you talk about how you've tried to evolve it and make changes to it and make sure it's not just like typewriter, 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 pop, and then work in the ring and do some great stuff, and then and then that's it. You've done a whole lot of things in the, the ten years I've known you to completely make this character multi multi dimensional. Mm. So so can you like 
can you speak to that a little bit in terms of even if it's something like so subtle as like you're still like the you're still like the, the humorous guy i get that we understand that you'd love to make the people happy but you're also very there's another dynamic to you now whether it's you know the the three shirts or the you know the it started with a tie an extra tie and now it's like three shirts such a shirts so how has the cpa character evolved it over these over these god over this decade um the the one thing that and it's i'm not i'm not shading you when i say this by any means because I, I go through like every show when people are like oh that's a really good like character you have and i'm like it's not really it's pretty much just me but like wearing a pink button-down shirt and a clip-on tie right. these are things that i would do and have done when confronted with a weird intense uh situation so like when i was younger i used to get into a lot of fights and i used to be like kind of a little ruffian and then over time i was just like why like why do we need to why do we need to fight why do we need to do all this stuff so like as much as i would like to just all right let's let's do a body slam let's do this let's do that like to me i'm i don't know even when i was younger i was always like if i was presented with a situation where i had to fight someone i would generally wait for them to make the first move uh in fighting and in romance by the way no um nothing <laughs> um no i uh i don't know i just to me it's not to me, it's not a character because I don't feel like I'm like, I see other guys and they do, you know, like they'll be like, ah, I'm, I'm the dumb. Uh, I'm, I'm you know, like, I'm the, the janitor or I'm the wolf man or I'm the, this or I'm the, that. And they just look uncomfortable. Whereas like when I'm wrestling, I am reacting literally the way I react to things. So like, if someone's like, coming up at me like this like so example uh i was visiting a friend of mine who lives in harlem like two months ago two three months ago whatever and i got out of my car and I, I didn't know where he lived no idea i was just like all right i'm gonna find his house somehow and this dude had by the way guy was blackout drunk this dude like he must have been standing behind a, a payphone booth he walks out and he looks at me. He makes like really intense eye contact with me. And he had a bottle in his hand. And he smashes the bottle on the floor when I'm like 20 feet away. And I'm like, ugh, god damn it. I just want to get to my friend's house. And he didn't like make he didn't make physical contact with me, but he just kind of did one of these. He was like, You want violence? And I was like, No, I just want to. I'm trying to find my friend's house. He was like, You people want violence? It's right here come get it and i was like i'm just trying to i'm like literally like i have google maps open on my phone i'm like i'm just trying to find my friend's house bro and he's screaming he's like motherfucking me to death and i'm like i i don't care what do I, what am i gonna do with you what am, what am i gonna do with you i'm gonna i'm gonna fight you and then what where are we gonna go from there so that being said um i've had a lot of situations like that like i'm not afraid to fight people i just I don't know how to react to things sometimes. 
And that is CPA. Like to me, that is CPA. CPA is, you know, like just a dude who's like put, cause I'm like generally a pretty mellow person. I'm not very confrontational, at least in a sense of like, I'm going to fight this person because they looked at me weird. I'll just like make a silly comment to them. And then it goes how it goes after that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's just like kind of me in comfort, like, confrontations physical altercations it's just kind of how i am like yes of course you're gonna get me to a point where i'm gonna be like all right now we have to like now we have to do some shit but like i don't know it takes me because i i feel so awkward like posturing around people and like peacocking to some random person in the street in harlem new york who's trying to get me to fight him when i know that he's just like three sheets to the wind like he's gonna forget about this in 18 seconds because he's gonna pass out on the sidewalk and that's it and he's never gonna remember this happened so that's kind of how i am with wrestling we're like yeah of course you know performance aspect of it is there but i don't know i don't feel like i'm i don't feel like i'm a i'm doing a character i'm doing a gimmick i just feel like this is just I, my 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 joke. Oh, I'm gonna turn the light on because my eyes are starting to hurt, and they still hurt because the. There we go. Um. Whenever, for years, when people would ask me like, "What is CPA? Like, what is it?" I'd be like, "You know how like Stone Cold Steve Austin always like, oh, your character's got to be you, but turned up to 11. To me, it's like me, but turned down to like negative eleven, where it's like it's me. But I'm wearing a pink button-down shirt, and I'm an accountant. Um, so I don't know. That's just how I, I I just view it as like this is kind of how I am. This light is annoying. It's the worst. <laughs> also, like the light thing, by the way, when I come out and like I'm like flabbergasted and taken aback by the lights. That's like a real thing because lights that they use at wrestling shows are very abrasive and they hurt the eyes um that was like always people be like man when you come out and you like get freaked out by the lights that's crazy i'm like sure is man sure is that's have you ever looked have you ever looked at like a fluorescent light as you're walking literally like it's it's hitting you in the in the like corneal assault like that's it that's what it is um so yeah that's i don't know no i mean it's it's just it's just um i mean i told you i I get the whole light part trust me but Mm -hmm. uh it's just it's weird like we i've never had this kind of conversation with you before so knowing that so like asking that question was just like me asking like we we hang out all the time and we talk and we we, but we, we don't talk about this kind of stuff so that's why i wanted to get that question out there for people to to uh to totally understand cpa and cpa follow him social media at cpa wrestles both on twitter instagram if you're in new jersey if you're in new york come out this thursday night the wrestle pro shotgun thursday night shows dude these Mm -hmm. shows are always fun you closed one out uh i think last time was that against uh uh yusef oh yeah that was a few months ago yeah and that's Um, That's so to kind of like go back to your question, like as far as evolving it uh, or evolving the performance of the character. um, Yeah, I just in general, I get like when it comes to like working out, when it comes to just like regular life things, I get bored very easily and I get like very 
like I'll find something. I'll be like, oh, this is fun. I'm going to do this for a little while. And then I'll get like, I'll feel like I'm being stagnant or I'm not like, I'm not doing enough with it. So that like any little like tweaks or evolutions on my in-ring stuff is that I just, I'm like, all right, what can I do now? Like, yeah, the clip on tie thing is great. Yeah. The, you know, running around, running away from people thing is like hilarious or whatever. People find it funny, but like, what's, what else can I do here? Um, so yeah, like as far as like the evolution and like kind of the the genesis of where we are, where we've come from 2000, from July 27th, 2013 to today is, yeah, I just get, I get very bored and unstimulated by things and I need to be stimulated by things. So that's why I just, I like the, the shotgun shows is where I'm like, okay, I want to try, I want to do this thing. Let's see how it works out. Like, is the crowd going to be into it? okay, they like it, so maybe I'll try it on a wrestling open show. If that crowd is into it, okay, maybe I'll do it at Rawway next time I'm there. You know, so it's just like, it's a, it's like just a lot of me being bored with things and just like not feeling like I'm doing enough and I'm not like earning my, uh, earning my keep, I guess, or I don't know. I, I just, I look at it as like, there are a lot of guys who have been wrestling for a really long time and they just kind of show up and they just do stuff and i don't want to be that guy i don't want to be the guy who's like all right another town another show another brother 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 like that's not fun to me it's not fun to like drive three hours and just be like all right we're just gonna do you know booyah tackle drop down leapfrog hip toss like i want to be i want to be in there i want to be like i want to enjoy myself while i'm while other people are enjoying me um so yeah, that was a little peeling back the curtain there a little bit. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I need to enjoy what I'm doing objectively as a fan, kind of like putting myself in the crowd while I'm in the ring and being like, okay, is this fun? Would I enjoy this if I were paying to see it? So that's kind of my, like, my barometer of like, okay, like I did this thing for the last five matches. Maybe I'll scrap it. Maybe I'll tweak it a little bit. Maybe I'll add something else to it. So yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I just, I want to be able to, I want to be able to look at myself in the mirror at the end of the day and say, what I did tonight was something I would enjoy. And I feel like if you enjoy something as a pro wrestler, as a performer, as a musician, whatever you do, I feel like whatever you do is something that you would enjoy if you were watching it and objectively judging it. So that is my very roundabout saying that I roundabout way of saying that I am uh, constantly um, doubting everything I'm doing, even if it's working. I'm just like, all right, what could I be doing better? What could I be changing? What could I be, you know, messing around with? Um, so that's why I did the weird, I wear trunks thing now for two years. It wasn't great. I didn't really enjoy it, which is why I stopped doing it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was fun. Um, all right, brother. This was an awesome, awesome talk. Uh, it was a long, long overdue. And uh, I'll yeah. see you on Thursday. CPA wrestles on Twitter and Instagram. Chinese um, democracy has hit hit shelves everywhere. There it is. There it is, my man. This is great. It's a good album. Don't sleep on it. It is. It actually is. I listened to it when it came out. I really wanted to hate it. And also, 
when oh I think Eddie was there. Uh oh. we saw oh. e, uh asterisk D D I E. Um <laughs> he was there. We went to see Guns N' Roses and they played like three songs from Chinese Democracy. I was like, oh, this is pretty good. It's nice. pretty good. Can't lie about it. <laughs> all right, brother. Thank you so much, guys. Follow him on all me. the social media platforms. I'll see I'm you Thursday. Cr- we're we're going to have a great time, baby. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. Thank you. Later, bud. Thank you, CB. Enjoy day. the night. You too. All right. CPA wrestles. CPA, baby. Dude, he's like he's like the most over dude. Like, and all the shows, like, he gets the biggest reaction. And that's like long overdue that I wanted to have him on here. That's all. Do a whole bonus episode on the Dungeon of Doom with him. I would do it in a heartbeat. You get on it, son. Yeah, dude. Oh. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. We have a lot to do, and we have a little time. Do, 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 do. Time oh. out. Oh. 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 Oh, no. oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. We got breaking news. Breaking news coming in right now. The figure four, uh, the Wrestling Observer figure four online is running with the story broken by WrestlingNews.co that Sasha and Naomi have reached an agreement and will be coming back to WWE. That's all Not I got surprising. for breaking news. Not surprising. <laughs> That's that. But huge news, though. That's yeah, big. That's a big deal. So you got uh Oh, but they got to go to SmackDown then, right? Who gives a shit where they go? No, they got to go to SmackDown. It's fucking women's Mom, wrestling. Did you watch SummerSlam? They got to go to SmackDown. Fuck them. Hope EO Sky and Dakota Kai kick the shit out of them. EO Sky. What a fucking atrocious name. Why? It's Kai and Sky. It's not Kai so and bad. Sky. Hey. That works. It's not the worst thing in the world, Matt. I'm good. Thanks. So what, you were expecting, like, all of a sudden, like, nothing to change? Who? You. No, what, I have zero, zero expectations. I didn't even watch fucking SummerSlam. Oh, dude, you got to watch it. I'm telling you, it's a great show. It might be, might be top 10 pay-per-view of all time. Whoa. Wow. Damn. And that's, yeah. That's All time corporate Kevin's back in full effect. Oh, no, no, I don't work for them. Dude. I don't work for them. I don't know, bro. We got people leaving the board of directors. Maybe KJG slid in there. I don't know, dude. I love the show. I love. There was not one thing on the show that was that would be worth my time to waste my breath nitpicking about. Not one. Well, no. I mean, of course that. you could, but I wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like, I think overall the show was a nine point five out of ten. Ooh, nine point. That's a high rating. Big time. Oh, we're doing this. We're not taking a break. No, fuck it. Let's do it, and then we'll oh. take a break before. Can you beat that? All right, let's do we'll it. At least get it. Look, if we don't get it out of the way now, we're gonna get into a conversation, and then yeah. can you beat that's gonna happen. We're not gonna finish the conversation. At least here, we can go over picks, talk a little SummerSlam. We'll do a quick uh, Patreon plug. I'll pick our winner, and then we'll probably be it. Can you beat that? What's it? What's that shaker? What do you got there? What's in? What are you it's shaking the? Goosey. the- Oh, it's a koozie. But there's yeah, it's a koozie yeah. with a bunch of names in it. Wait, Matt, did you mention yep. did you mention picks? It's time for the Shining Wizards pay-per-view extravaganza and pay-per-view coverage of SummerSlam 2022. 
sorry. I wanted to get the music out of the way to get this fucker hyped up. Woo! 9.5, says KJG. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I Greatest pay-per-view of the modern era. Did I say that? Perhaps of all time. That's what Kevin just said. Well, what if I think that the other nine are the modern era? Kevin thinks this is the greatest pay-per-view since the invention of pay-per-view. That's right. Fucking A. Other than Royal Rumble 92, this is it. The pay-per-view where you forgot Ric Flair won his first WWF championship. That pay-per-view can go scratch. What pay-per-view was that? <laughs> you go to sleep every night watching the pay-per-view where Ric Flair won his first WWF championship. Always. Always. <laughs> oh, brother. So... Ah. We uh we picks were kind of there really wasn't anything exciting, uh in the pick department. Uh, Tony went seven and one. Me and Kevin went six and two. What other one? I thought you went seven and one as well. What other? No, one did you I win? lost on Logan Paul and I lost on Judgment Night. Judgment. We Day. all lost Judgment we Night. Lost that was Judgment a big fucking called. They. I I lost uh Street Profits and Usos, which still boggles my mind. That the Usos won that match. Well, I finally learned to stop picking anyone except the Usos. <laughs> That's a great point. But like when it's like the WrestleMania of the summer, like when are you gonna culminate the storyline if not at the WrestleMania of the summer? And the Street Profits were hot. They were like finally like to the point where like, all right, these guys are super, super ridiculously insanely popular. It's your WrestleMania of the summer, 45,000 people or whatever, 38, 45, whatever, are there. And you're not – they're wearing Tennessee Titans gear. Like, Bro, what What are you doing with yourself? The Usos, the Usos super kicked Jeff Jarrett on the go-home show. That meant the Usos were winning. Come on. That no, that usually means the opposite. No, 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 no. That usually means Jeff Jarrett's going to th- screw them. No, Kevin, you are not paying attention. Oh, I don't watch Raw. Kev, I don't watch it either. But even I know fucking Jeff Jarrett eating a double super kick from the Usos. He was fucking going to, the Usos were going to win. Why? What is that? Wait, what what kind of ridiculous logic are you thinking of? Because it's, Kevin, it's not ridiculous. It's, it's, oh, Jeff Jarrett now, he's got a reason to call this match against the Usos. Uh Uh-oh, what's going to happen? Nothing. Usos win. Fuck all y'all. What kind of lame-ass storytelling is that? The fans want to see Jeff Jarrett do... I never thought about that because I didn't see the double super kick. Because now that I I think it was only one super kick. I think it was a single. Well, whatever. Whatever it was. But what kind of of world do you not want to see Jeff Jarrett get his revenge on the Usos in his home freaking town? Call it down the middle, baby. Call it down the middle. Again, I haven't watched anything until SummerSlam, so I don't know what the stories were. Maybe Jeff Jarrett oh, did dude, something if you to watch Street Profits too. I don't know. Watch, if you watched the video before the match, you would have known. They no, fucking... I skipped. I skipped the. Oh, you see, those. they set it right up in there for you. I don't care. Whatever. I want to watch the ma- I want to watch the matches. I tell you who they fuck. Oh, you skip the video beforehand that tells the story. Yes, dude. If I they... wanted to watch, if I wanted to know the story, I would just watch Raw. Dude, no. They... If you want to watch the story, if you want to know the story, just watch the ninety-second clip before the match starts. Instead I think of wasting... second, I think ninety seconds is very uh, short. Instead of watching <laughs> fucking fifteen hours worth of RAW to figure things out. I mean, if I'm watching RAW live, then it wouldn't be wouldn't be a difference. Yeah, but you're not. 
I mean, I will once we're done. Anyway, I After think the length of that interview, we won't be done till midnight. <laughs> I know it. Fuck you guys. I'm done. <laughs> Just never book a guest again. All right. Want to do want to do a little something nice for my friends, and now it's over. So uh, Tony, you watched? Uh... Yeah, I think I think whoever the person, the team that got fucked the most was Judgment Night. What was the point of all this? Edge comes back, they lose to the Mysterios. This whole fucking faction shit the bed for no good reason on, at SummerSlam. This thing had fucking traction. They could have gotten something else out of it. They pissed it away to Dominic Mysterio and returning Edge. Now you watched the whole show? Yeah. Wow. Did you watch it live? No. Fuck no. Fuck no. Okay, I don't know. You never watch any fucking pay-per-views. Um, I saw, dude, I saw Brock Lesnar come out with this tractor. I thought it was kind of cool that they used it to fucking dump uh, Roman Reigns into the ring to try to get a 10 count. If I was sitting front row behind where that fucking ring went up in the air, I would have been pissed off, bro. That shit was up for a good 15 minutes to the end of the match. I mean, at that point, you ain't got the fucking screens. You're just there. It's fucking. I, I know, but it's just fucked up, dude. <laughs> So cool. fucked up. Oh shit. Um, what else? Oh, apparently I thought that I thought that uh Becky Lynch was actually doing a good job just selling her arm being hurt. Apparently, she dislocated her shoulder during the fucking title match, which yes. is insane if you think about it. They actually I heard- uh I saw a still picture uh just before we came on air that you could see it. It's fucking gross looking, dude. I, I thought it was real the entire time. I didn't think it was selling. I thought it was legit the entire time. You know, there were there were some points where she was throwing that she was throwing the hand. She it was the right shoulder. She was throwing her right hand and it was awful weak. And I'm like, man, she's really fucking like putting this out there like she's fucking hurt. Yeah, well, she really was hurt. So and props to and her. I'll tell you what, until the main event, that was my favorite match of the show. Yeah, you know what? They did a good job. I could have did without the Ziggy Stardust boots. Those boots were a little fucking distracting. She was but... uh, Jean Grey from X-Men. Oh, whatever. I don't know. I thought it was Ziggy Stardust. Ziggy Stardust. Gives a shit. She had fucking, uh, she had fucking kiss boots on. That's all I know. Um, But going back to the Judgment Day thing, like that one, that one surprised me until I realized that, duh, Edge was probably coming back. Yeah, but I think, I think they rushed that. I think... They they cut the legs out from under Judgment Day, Judgment Night, whatever the fuck they're called. Unless they just have zero plans to continue with this fucking thing. They they fucking killed all three of them. All three of them they killed with this thing. So, I mean, maybe tonight, maybe Finn will get some sort of stuff back. Or or they just walk away from it completely and forget it ever existed. No, you, you got to pay off Edge and Finn, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how. Again, I don't watch Raw, so I don't know what, what the deal is with that. But they gotta pay off Edge and Finn at some point. And I, I think that would be a great freaking match for like a pay per view that's coming up, like the the combat on the the castle or whatever it's that's, called. That's uh, yeah, we got Roman and Drew at that. Yeah. Hey, it's something new, right? Roman and Drew, isn't it? I mean, it's not Roman and Brock. Right, I think that might be something new because it was Drew and Brock for the lot for a lot of the times. Have you gotten a Roman yeah. Drew? I don't think we have. I don't think I we have either. Because, dude, Roman's Roman's been champ for like what, almost eight hundred days now, at least with one of the belts. Six hundred something. No, it's I'll go with eight hundred. It might as well be eight hundred. I think it was 
seven hundred as of today. What belt did he have first? Who? Did he have the Universal Championship first? Who? Uh, Roman. God. Yeah, he did because when he moved to SmackDown, it became blue. He okay, had it on so... Raw, and then he went to SmackDown, and it became blue. Roman Reigns has had the Undisputed Championship for 701 days. All right, so, so that's yeah. both of them combined. No, no, that's that's just... That's no, it's just... both of them combined. The Undisputed WWE Universal Championship is no, both of them. No, 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 no. Just the Universal portion he's had for 701 days. Okay, so you, okay, so you said Undisputed. Universal, yeah. Oh, no, yes. I, did I say that? I meant Universal. Yeah. Okay, yeah. My bad. Yeah. So Universal he's had forever. Because it was yeah, red. 700 days. Yep. Dude, and, dude, that match was bonkers, man. Paul Heyman taking an F5 on the table. Holy fuck. They, he got that fucking butterball up, didn't he? Holy dude, shit. That match, there was nothing. Again, I, this whole show, like, if you want to, like, go run through it real quick, like, the Logan Paul the Logan Paul frog splash on the table with, with Miz was, like, like you would not expect that out of, out of him. And he did it. And it was awesome. And he worked well. And Miz was great. And, and then, uh, you know, AJ Styles getting involved. A lot of, lot, I've noticed this though, a lot of interference like mid match, like with music, like with entrance. Yeah, like Champa got involved because I guess Champa's pulling the thing with the Miz now. So then AJ got involved to kind of cut that short, which was kind of cool. Yo, Maurice's Heine was all over the place, huh? Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit, bro. Delicious. Fucking big old shit locker on her. I didn't think she had a Heine that big. What are you crazy? No, I'm, I look. I don't know. She was out there for the world to see. Good for her. She knows what she's done. Got to promote that Miz and Misses. Of course she does. Uh, Ronda Rousey and uh, Liv Morgan. I mean, I like the story. I don't like the fact that she was tapping and the ref didn't see it. I don't that's know. The, WWE. That's the, that's the story. I, I understand, but WWE's got a habit of making like these like new and these new and fresh champions looking like dog shit in their first go. If it wasn't Ronda Rousey, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Is the only thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like live, like live Morgan. There's still like the story, like the way that she won cashing in on a week, Ronda Rousey, the way that she won this time, you know, ref referee error or whatever it may be. I mean, it's, it wasn't, it wasn't error. The referee did what he was supposed to yeah, do. But, but yeah. Know. For just lack, lack of better word. But I think that it now she's got to get now she's got to rack up some wins because apparently they announced today that Ronda Rousey has been suspended. Yeah, because she beat up the uh, she beat up the referee. Yeah. All that nonsense. So now now Liv Morgan's got to put some serious wins, and now we're talking about bringing Sasha Banks and Naomi back. I hope it's not at their expense, but it, she's got to she's got to put together some serious some serious wins. To make her while while Ronda's gone, yeah, she needs to. She needs to. She's got to, She's got to prove that she's worthy of this title right. now. Because both know? of her wins were, you know, under whatever. Like I get it. Like it's a, it's a plot device, but like she's too fresh of a champion to be going through that. Yeah, like that's that's my thought. And you, so like, it, is cashing in on Ronda Rousey like more impressive than cashing like, to me? Like. Just because you can't, like Ronda Rousey should still be able to beat you up, like if you're if you're not Ronda Rousey. So like I don't put as much like concern into like the way that Liv cashed 
cashed in against Ronda because Ronda Rousey should still be able to beat you up. Like, even if like, if you're Liv Morgan, Ronda Rousey should be able to kick Liv Morgan's ass. Even like yeah, half but, a Ronda Rousey. But Liv Morgan took advantage of a situation and she did she did score a pin on her here. But yeah, no, your point is right. It, it, I think it would have made more sense if they gave Ronda a little bit of uh, time in between. You know, maybe Ronda challenges at the Rumble. Unless they got something in the future where, where this whole live thing is going to come to an end before then. I don't know. Yeah. So, like, even when, like, Brock, when Seth cashed in on Brock and, and made it a triple threat match at that WrestleMania, like, that wasn't a weak Brock. He just, they they still had a full match. And because it was a triple threat, like, Seth just happened. Seth just got the best of him af, af, after time. Yeah, but but Seth beat Roman in that match, didn't he? Did he did he curve stomp Roman in that match? I thought he I thought it was Brock. I could be wrong. No, I think I think he pinned Brock. You might be in right. That match. And as I was saying it, I was questioning myself. So you might be right. Um, but like, so I again, I don't watch it enough to like really have a a solidified opinion on it. But I don't hate it, but I also don't love it. But this is one of the things I wasn't gonna waste time nitpicking on because i thought the show was so goddamn good no you're right so, i think i think overall the show was really good a lot of the stuff like i thought came off really well i think logan paul if he sticks with it could be a name even outside of his you know youtube fame you know if he wants to stick around and do dude, this he's good he is he is and i think a little more a little more seasoning a little more ring time you know the only thing i didn't like and it was the same shit with the rick flair retirement match they were giving away too much stuff in the training montages. Like, like watching Ric Flair do the spots with Jay Lethal. You saw a lot of those spots in the, in the match they had. It was the same shit with Logan Paul. I would have liked it if Logan Paul pulled some of this stuff out and you're like, whoa, this guy could go rather than going, yeah, you know something? I, we saw him do this. We knew he could do this. Well, well couldn't you, know? you make the case that that means the training worked? Yeah, but I kind of didn't want to see all of the shit they were going to put into the match. Like the frog splash, of course, they didn't they didn't show anything like that. But like the takeovers that, you know, the, like the shit that was going into the build of the match. It was kind of like, well, we knew he could do this already. I, I would have liked to have been a little more surprised. Like, wow, this guy's really putting in the effort. Look at look at the way he's controlling this thing. You know, that's just a nitpick, though. I yeah. enjoyed it overall. You know, I just kind of wish they would have hit a little. less. I'm actually really excited for the direction of WWE, to be honest with you. And Triple H, supposedly this is his his whole new start tonight, so we'll see. Very excited. Matt, any comments on SummerSlam? I did not. Uh, I did not watch SummerSlam. That's okay. So That's right. uh, I cannot comment. I do think it's funny that people hated on the Brock Lesnar uh, tractor thing. I loved it. It's like, it's like, dude, like you were all in when Stone Cold did the Zamboni and when Kurt Angle did the milk truck. Like, it's the same fucking thing. Stop. Yeah, but but that it's shit was not that. involved. That stuff wasn't involved in a match. Like, this, you know, Brock Lesnar. It's, it's the same fucking thing. He drove the Zamboni into the ring and it knocked Vince on his ass. But that was that was to end Raw. Yeah, you know? it was still the same shit. Yeah. But here's, like, it. this was a, a, a no, um, this was a last man standing match, so anything freaking went. So yeah. whoever... Like so, whoever's no, complaining just, about you know, it, the fucking internet people. I yeah. do the the one thing I did love. I I watched it with the kid, and when Brock picks up the ring and Roman kind of does that whoa 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 whoa, and he falls mm-hmm. out, fucking hysterical, dude. Someone must be listening to the Road Dogs podcast because Road Dogs said this that that's how he wanted to finish a Royal Rumble one time, where like 
someone mm-hmm. like the number 20, like the lat one guy was in the ring and then number 30 comes in and just like does something to lift the ring up and knocks him out over the top rope to win the rumble. Someone must have been listening to the road dog, baby. Oh, road dog apparently wants a job with AEW and nobody's listening to him there. So that's a good point. Uh, it's a scuttlebutt that's been going around. Can I bring in Christian Rocco or our defending champion? Can I plug Patreon before we do that? So we can. All right. If, if, if you want him to sit there, Christian, just hang out for a few minutes. Brother. I mean, he's look, if you're not 10 minutes, 10 minutes early or late, that's a letter Kenny thing. So. Listen, he's excited. He's defending his championship. Again I appreciate tonight. it. He doesn't mind sitting there enjoying the conversation. He's mentally preparing himself for whatever questions the committee has uh, deemed appropriate for tonight. And, uh, you know, just let the man relax and enjoy the wrestling conversation. Uh, and you can enjoy the wrestling conversation yourself. If you head over to our Patreon, patreon.com backslash wizards podcast for as little as $1. Yes. $1 a month. You can support the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. $3 a month gets you bonus content. $5 a month gets you uh, a plug on the show. $10 a month gets you everything on the tiers below. And you're entered into our monthly drawing, which is happening tonight. And I will do that after the Patreon plugs. And what does that drawing get you? That gets you an opportunity. You could be the next. Can you beat that challenger? You can uh, participate in a Wizards Rewind where you pick the rewind and sit in with us. Uh, you can be a part of an interview. If you want to talk to CPA tonight, you could have done that if we started this last month uh, and so much more. So check it out. $10 a month gets you all sorts of bonus content at t- this time. We're going to thank those that support us. Uh, Kathy Hummer, the queen of the shining wizards, Mr. Manny Carazzo, the king of the shining wizards, Danny Rusinello at not Danny Russ on the Twitter machine, Anthony Rusinello, Sean toe, Sean Calejo, Kate, the great Hensler, at Miss Kate Fabe on the Twitter machine. She's also doing sour graps with uh, Alex on Tuesday nights, Mark Order Podcast Wednesday nights, Fightful Post Show, uh, SmackDown and Rampage every Friday night. And she's always doing some kind of weird bonus shit. She did like, she had to watch Ric Flair's last match last night, some nonsense. Uh, Matt Garifo, no relationship to the KJG. Uh, at WhoDatMatt81 on the Twitter machine. Uh, Maddie Mellinger, Christine Friesendorf. Mark Parloni, happy birthday, Mark. Uh, Jay Cop, big cop of pump from the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock, uh, at High Five Tom on the Twitter machine. He's got the Marking Out podcast. He's doing the Ring of Honor Revelry podcast, so check him out. Uh, Michael Hammond, Matthew Birch, uh, Braden Bergen, at Enfuego30. He's our number one fan from Iowa. Thank you for the support, Braden. Uh, Ryan Schlong over at the Mark Order podcast, at Mark Order Pod. Uh, David Henry Bauer the third. His pal Antonio Horseman makes experimental music at Harvestman Records, 856.bandcamp.com backslash music. Mike Peterson, he was in the chat earlier, at LOL Mike Peterson. Rob Humphrey, I Dunk Biscuits, The Daily Smark, thedailysmark.com, at The Daily Smark. They help you find the latest wrestling news along with up-to-the-minute daily podcasts. Don't forget, we deliver YouTube videos to keep you in the loop. Uh, we have Kevin Rogue, the former can you beat that champion at JJ rogue means as his uh, Twitter handle. He's also part of the year of pod uh, and the T O T S pod. Um, the T O the too old for this shit pod is a wrestling figure podcast. Year of pod is a um, like pay-per-view rewind. They're doing WCW 1996 right now. And Kevin will be sitting in on third Mike in two weeks when Tony's on vacation. So Kevin rogue, 
Uh, and last but certainly not least, Mr. William Mercier Jr. at W Mercier Jr. on the Twitter machine. Can I do it? He's not here. Lives are going to be in William Mercier's hand. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, Tony. <laughs> Lives are going to be in William Mercier's hands. You know what I mean? I almost snuck it in there on you, Kev. No, you got it. I heard it. <laughs> Right, I didn't have a, I didn't have any I didn't have any oof behind it, so I'm kind of glad that you you jumped in when you did. <laughs> you may bring in the participants. I am gonna take a leak before this starts. All right, Beautiful. good. Go piss your pants and go piss yourself and get the fuck out of here. How's it going, guys? Uh oh, I see I see Mr. Christian Rocco, and I also see a fucking Miko Mania shirt on your <laughs> challenger. <laughs> Holy Jesus, Palomino. Brendan Haney joining us tonight. He will be challenging Christian Rocco. Brendan, how are you, brother? I'm doing great, man. I gotta say, thanks to the committee for uh, bringing me in here. Very, uh, very happy for that. You see, I don't, I don't really understand all this uh, bullshit that, you know, people like the committee is fair. The committee is very fair. Um, they do not take kindly to threats, which is probably why Matt is not challenging tonight. Uh, but. His loss is your gain, and um, I am privy to the questions, and uh, tonight's going to be a rough road, boys. <laughs> oh, God. Christian, how's it been, brother? Successful defense last month. You've got uh, defense number two tonight. How you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. I got through by the skin of my teeth on the last one. <laughs> Listen. Sometimes uh, uh, a miscalculation in judgment is all it takes between a win and a loss. Oh, Kevin's absolutely. still kicking himself over that one, which is why he's quiet. <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. Oh, boy. Look at this. Milwaukee Tom joining us. Fucking stoked for this matchup. This is oh, going to so be awesome. <laughs> and uh, the Brendan Haney uh, section is here. I like this. Apparently. I like this. Oh, like baby. This Look at that. <laughs> Haney equals ratings. Apparently. This week anyway. So Haney, what what's the strategy tonight? You've you've got to listen to some pretty intense uh competition the past couple of uh editions of Can You Beat That? Uh what's your thoughts going into this match? Well, my strategy is hopes and prayers, because I was I've been listening to all the as many can you beat that's as you guys have had in Christian. He he knows his stuff. That's oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I've Great. I've actually been uh, using these, if anybody knows the Sporacle app, and doing wrestling quizzes all weekend long just to try and, you know, get as much in me as I can. Well, I'm telling you, I'll tell you this. That's all well and good. <laughs> <laughs> but there is no preparation you could possibly do for what no, the liaison to the committee and the committee themselves prepare. None. That's true. It's either you know it or you don't. <laughs> yeah, but, but the, the beauty of the game is the strategy that goes along with it. I mean, look at how Kevin Rogue played. Kevin no, Rogue. No, Kevin, no, stop with that. Kevin Rogue let you beat yourself, and that that's that's kind of what worked for no, him. No, I be I, I don't know how many crumbs I have to freaking say this to you, jerk. <laughs> I beat myself. Kevin Rogue did nothing. He bowed out. He was a coward. He laid out. <laughs> That's what it was. I was the dope. I was the idiot. <laughs> Ric Flair agrees, I guess. Oh, Ric Flair loves me. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Good golly, Miss Molly. Right. Well, I can see that uh, Mr. Pissy Pants is on his way back to the microphone now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin Rogue ch chiming in. Don't lie to us, Kevin. Lie to the mirror. What does that even mean? You're lying to yourself, kid. Why would I lie to myself? That makes also no from sense. Kevin Rogue, shit talking while I'm gone again? Yeah, Kevin does have a, a knack to do that, Mr. Rogue. I, You're I right that. there! <laughs> <laughs> You're here. <laughs> I, uh, I hate to break up the shenanigans. I forgot I got to pick this Patreon person. Oh, do you want to pick this Patreon person before we can beat this? Yes. Uh, if it's me, I'm going to play the lotto tonight. Do you need a Ryan, drum roll? Ryan, Ryan Schlong. Oh, the fig oh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Eaten by the schlong. In. I don't buy that for one second. Why? <laughs> Look, whose name is next? Thomas Cops was in there. Oh, nice. Everybody Tough was in there. Me, Tom. I, listen, I, I believe that they were in there. I'm just saying, maybe, yeah. uh, maybe one Ryan of them might Schlong. have had some scotch tape on the back of it. <laughs> Negative. Negative. There is. This is shenanigans. There's no shenanigans here. I'm on the up and up. <laughs> Oh boy, Wait, Tony! Did you hear him say this is shenanigans? And then yeah, there's yeah, no I shenanigans. Somebody's calling shenanigans. What's the committee going to do for that? Well, the committee's not involved in the Patriots. Oh, the committee's not involved in shenanigans. <laughs> but they, you know what, Christian? One uh -oh. of the options is they can challenge for the can you beat that championship? Oh, cashing in. Now I don't know how the committee <laughs> feels about that, nor do I care to be up. <laughs> Committee takes all questions and thoughts and ideas under advisement. As we know, Mr. Haney had a question that was submitted for the last contest. So anything can happen. Anything can happen. Speaking of anything that can happen, let's get into the game. It's time for everybody's favorite Shining Wizards game show. It's time to play. Can you beat that? And as we know from a little bit of banter from before we started tonight's episode, we have our returning champion, Mr. Christian Rocco, joining us. He will be the the Can You Beat That Championship tonight against challenger Mr. Brendan Haney. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Happy to be here. Talked a little strategy beforehand. You guys should be familiar with the rules at this point. But if not, well, let me turn this down a little bit because I can't even hear myself think. I think we still got some applause going in the background, too. The game is played. Two points wins. We're going to start out with Brendan Haney being in control of the board. He's going to get to choose one of two questions based on the topic and the number of possible answers. Once he hears the question, he's going to let us know how many correct answers he thinks he can provide. Then it'll be up to Christian to decide if he can beat that or if he's going to let Brendan answer the question based on that number. We go back and forth until somebody stops challenging. Then it's up to that person to answer each and every answer they said they could correctly. They get just one wrong, and they lose the point. But if they get them all right, they get the point. Then we flip-flop it. Then it's Christian's turn to answer the next question. Two points wins. If we're tied after two questions, we got a fucking nutbreaker of a tiebreaker for you tonight, boys. Good God. The committee officially wishes both competitors good luck, as do I, as do my fellow Wizards, I would hope, unless Kevin's sore about something. No. And Matt, like Matt already does not care. Matt does not care. I don't like the head shaking. You know how I feel about this. Can you beat that championship? The committee, the things that have transpired in the last several weeks. Uh, I was, um, let me just grab this real fast for a second here. 
Here we go. Uh, I have I have a piece of paper. Hold on, just give me a second. My apologies. Where's my note my notebook here? <laughs> so oh, why are you okay. showing us the bottom of your notebook? <laughs> oh, excuse me. I was the longest reigning Can You Beat That Championship from July twelfth, two thousand and twenty-one until March twenty-first, two thousand and twenty-two. I don't know how Kevin Garifo, Shining Wizards Kevin, whatever you want to call him, I don't know how he gets a title shot before me. So the committee can go fuck themselves on that. I don't know how downtown Petey Brown gets a shot. I don't know how Christian gets involved in this with all due respect now, champion. Uh, Brandon Haney, I don't know how you're here. Uh, I like you. You're a great guy. But this committee is a fucking farce. I'm the longest reigning. Can you beat that champion since the inception of the title bout, which I am now holding for ransom, Ric Flair style. So cut me that check, committee. 25 grand. Woo, I'm not going to have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, talk to me when you're 73 and you're still bitching about it. If I'm oh, still brother. <laughs> I want somebody to take me in the backyard and shoot me in the fucking head. Imagine that. <laughs> By the way, I just want to – Matt called Brendan uh, a good guy, but he did not say the same to Christian. No, I he don't did. Know if no, he said Christian's a great champion. He didn't say he was a good guy. No, but, I like Christian. Oh, Christian's not a, a great guy. guy. <laughs> you know I would only associate with good people. All right, well – it's time to play the game, so take your sorries and stuff them in a sack. <laughs> Mr. Challenger, Mr. Haney, we got two possible questions for you here. You're going to get to choose which one you want to try first. Okay. First topic, mania winners and losers, 13 possible answers. Second question, putting the world in class, eight possible answers. Which one do you want to go with? Let's go with uh, let's go with mania winners and losers. Mania winners and losers. Thirteen possible answers. Question to you: In the history of WrestleMania, thirteen participants have both won and lost at WrestleMania. The same WrestleMania. Thirteen possible answers. Let me know how many you can answer. I just want you to know before before you give me a number, mm -hmm. we are not counting pre WrestleMania matches. We're not counting matches that were on Heat. We're not counting matches that were on any kind of pre shows. And just for clarification's sake, we are not counting the Hardcore Battle Royal at WrestleMania 2000. And it would be 113. Well, in fairness, we don't, I mean, logistically, they have counted those victories as title wins, but we are not counting them for purposes of this question. So you don't have to worry about the 75,000 possible answers for that one. These are straight up people who have won and lost at the same WrestleMania, 13 of them. How many can you name? Uh, I'll start off with three. Christian, Challenger says he's got three. I'll try and one-up him with four. It's back to you with four. No rush. Take your time. Just don't take too much time. I, I, I like how my fellow wizards, they've got the, the minds rolling. They've got the thoughts. Kevin's writing down feverishly. You may take your time to write that the answers down. There's no rush. I'm going to take this time to promote the next couple weeks on the show next week. Um, uh, Kyle Hensler is on the show. He's the promoter and booker 
of uh wait kate's brother no he's not related to kate um no relation uh, to the k I, I did not have any of this ready uh let me just let just give these guys a minute i know this is uh super important can you beat that i want to get the promotion right here um Pele Pro Wrestling out in Texas. Kyle's the booker. He'll be joining us next week for a little bit. The week after that, August 15th, Izzy James will be a uh, guest of the show. And then August 22nd, Chandler Hopkins joins us. Uh, and that all wets the palate before our 600th episode on August 29th, which will be the roast of Tony. I'm going to have to figure out another punishment for next year for you guys. Eat a, eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I I can Go do ahead. five. Brendan's got five, Christian. It's to you. I guess I'm going to do six. <laughs> Christian's pulling out the six. Let's go. <laughs> Remember, 13 possible answers. People who have won and lost at the same WrestleMania, 13 of them. How did you come up with this one right now? That's a tough one. Great. Now Matt's going to play some fucking Calypso Gypso music over here. But which is, I don't want to I don't want to talk and disrupt the thinking process of everybody. So. Yeah, so this generic musical. Some fucking knockoff like 80s fucking let the music play Shannon kind of music. Alright, Brendan's going seven. Christian, what do you got? Can you beat that? I'm going to try. I'll go eight. I can't. Oh! I'm not. This is this is a very uh, interesting Ugh. game of chess here. Christian that's, just keeps pushing it up. Go for it. So what are we at? Seven? Eight. eight. I believe eight. 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 eight was the number. All right. Christian Rocco, champ. 13 people have both won and lost at the same WrestleMania. You said you can name eight. Whenever you're ready. That's a tough one. Jesus. Bret Hart. Bret Hart is one. Seth that Rollins. Seth Rollins is two. Jesus, this is a tough one. Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase makes three. You said we're not counting like battle royals or anything, right? No, no. Well, the only the only battle royal that would be in consideration of this would have been uh, the, the the hardcore battle royal from WrestleMania yeah. 2000. God, I'm trying to think. This is a tough one. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Shot in the dark, Don Morocco. Don Morocco is number four. <sighs> Halfway there, champ. Hogan? Hogan is number five. Thank Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, God, I'm trying to think of people who have had two matches at Mania. Well, that, yeah, yeah. That I mean, it's <laughs> that's, just, that's no, it's just difficult. It's 
There's not. That's got to be such a small list. Uh, Savage. I'm sorry, champ. Savage uh, not on the list. Savage actually won four matches out of WrestleMania. Did not lose did. any. Point goes to the challenger. Good God. Can I, I take wanna, a guess on who else was on there? Well, I want to hear who the challenger had on his list. Yeah, All who right. did you have on your list, Brandon? I had uh, Yokozuna. Yokozuna was the only competitor to do it twice. Twice, yeah. Nine and ten. Oh, God. Uh, one man there. gang. One man gang is there. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, we already said, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Are you good? I, I faked it. I didn't even have seven. Tony, I didn't even on. think of WrestleMania. Uh, the WrestleMania I don't know I didn't think of Yoko. That was See, the big one's WrestleMania 4. You got a bunch of them at WrestleMania 4 because yeah. of the title tournament. Tony, did you have Maven on this? No. Because he was at a WrestleMania where I believe he lost. It, was a hard, it wasn't a battle royal, but it was a hardcore match. So you weren't counting any hardcore debate. He went in as the hardcore champion and left the hardcore champion. So what does that mean? That means he lost and won. Oh, wait. Do we also count? uh, Did the title change at all multiple times with the hardcore title with Raven and uh, Kane? Big Show and Kane? Yeah. I don't think so in that one, but I think Maven went in. Now, if it's all considered the same match, then I guess it doesn't matter. Well, we also didn't count the the, the cruiserweight open because I mean that's a gauntlet match. You yeah. know, you don't you only count the the last guy. Okay. You know, um, Matt, who else you got on the list? You got anybody else? Uh, I don't want to steal anyone's thunder. I want to hear whatever. I was uh, Kevin. Wait, Kevin was writing a lot. Who did you ever? No, no, I wasn't. It's only four: Yokozuna, Bret Hart, Seth Rollins, Maven. Okay. That was it. Matt. Nobody else. Well, from this year, Pat McAfee and Austin Theory. Oh, oh, didn't even think of that one. I was there too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, trying to think. Greg Valentine, maybe. Greg Valentine was the last one from WrestleMania Four. Yes. Oh, God, that's what I we've should. also got. All right, I'll finish it up. From WrestleMania Thirty-Seven, Natalia and Tamina. Yeah. They won a tag. They won a tag title opportunity the first night of WrestleMania and lost the second night, trying to win the belts from Shayna and Nia Jax. I would also, have never thought that. The I other big thought. one, Chris Jericho and Chris Benoit from WrestleMania 2000. They both won and lost in that Eurocontinental title match. Oh wow! But isn't that the same match? Nope, two separate matches. The one I, that always pops in my one head. One match the first was for one. the European title. One match was for the Intercontinental title. Oh, that's right, because one of them leaves. They both beat Kurt nope, Angle. They were both there. No, they beat each other. So that uh, Kurt, Kurt Angle lost. Both Kurt Angle lost twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. God. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, this was. I would have gotten two. This is a tough one. No, I, I, I would have probably run the WrestleMania Four tournament. Thinking about it, I would have remembered Yokozuna. I would have. I don't know if I would remember Brett. I probably would have got Hogan thinking about it. But the other ones, yeah, this this one was rough. Well, champ, it's not going to get any easier because your question no. is putting the world in class. Oh, God. Here's the question. While Rick Rude was the world-class championship wrestling American heavyweight champion, on February 21st, 1986, that title was turned into the WCWA World Championship. This was the world-class 
what is known as the World Class World Championship, but it was under the WCWA. That was the governing body. Since Rick Rude, there were eight men who won that championship. How many can you name? The WCWA World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, God. I'll go... God, I'll go eight altogether? Yes. Oh, I thought you were going to... Oh, my God. No, no, no. I'm (laughs) fast. I'll I'll say four right now. These are tough ones. Jesus. I'll say four right now. If he starts upping it, I'll go too, but... Four? Brandon, he says he can name four of the eight former WCWA world champions. I put my pen and paper down. Now, Rick Rude does not count because Rick Rude was, was officially named as the champion while he was the American heavyweight champion. So that belt lineage became the WCWA world championship. God damn, this is going to be hard. Did you say when it ended or we can't, we don't know that? No, I mean, I mean, it ended when world class sort of ended. Okay. I mean, if you know the history of world class and and how things evolved and devolved, yeah, you'll get an idea yeah. of when that might have been. Uh, yeah, I I got that one. All right. Jesus. <laughs> well, Brendan Champ says he can name four. Four, right? You didn't say eight. Right? Sure <laughs> I think I could yeah. do five. You guys are fucking insane. (laughs) I I, I didn't even even bother. I put the pad and pen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to try. God damn it. Christian's at five. I I guess I have to say six. I don't know. I mean, you don't have to. If you want to say six, you can. I'll There's... say six. I'll push myself. I oh like uh, I like world class. I might lose this tonight. God damn, this is gonna be There's hard. no fucking shot, the two of you. <laughs> Go for it, Christian. <laughs> so this is so this is after Rick Rude won it, or is this before? Yeah, so Rick Rude okay. was bestowed the championship because he was the holder of the world class American heavyweight championship. So he was technically, officially the first world-class wrestling association world champion, but we're talking about the eight guys that followed him. Jesus Christ. You said you can name six. (laughs) Champ, it was nice knowing you whenever you're ready. (laughs) This is fucking, dude, this is, oof. So it's, it's, all right, this is world-class. Let me just think. Kerry Von Eric. Kerry Von Eric is one. <laughs> you look like that you were like gonna be out on the first <laughs> time. I'm like, oh. <sighs> these are pretty much guesses. Chris Adams. Chris Adams is number two. Oh, all right, let's just keep going. Iceman. King Parsons. Iceman is three. What is happening? Should have stopped all I was at. You're halfway there, champ. Uh, Take your time. Al Perez. Al Perez makes four. I, wow. That's a cool. 
Well, you need two more, and you got four to choose from. I have no idea what's happening right now. <laughs> Christian Rocco's fucking happening. That's what's happening. Oh, yeah. I'm almost certain it was on Super Clash at one point. Like, either one or two. Jerry Lawler? Jerry Lawler makes five. Christian, you need one more to tie it up. Christ. My nuts are in my fucking abdomen right now. (laughs) You You need one more. You got three possible correct answers left. You get this one, we're going to the tiebreaker. This is crazy. This is this, this is, is crazy. crazy. Matt, how you feeling about this? <sighs> this is I'm fucking impressed. Yeah, I am too. This 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 one was a tough. I don't one. know where you were the committee or whoever fucking made up <laughs> this question. I fucking drive your ass and strangle you if you did this to me. <laughs> Half of these have been guesses too. I I think the only two I knew were Adams and Lawler. No, and Von Eric. See, you know more than you think you know, man. Yeah. Problem is, you got to know one more. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other like mid cardish guys. Do you need me to read back who you have? Sure. All right. You named Chris Adams, Al Perez, Kerry Von Erich, Iceman Parsons, Jerry Lawler. You need one more. This is nuts. This this is insane. Matt, you have anything else to plug while he's thinking? <laughs> I, I, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to mess up the train of thought here. I said Al Perez, right? Yes, yes, you did. Jesus. Bing. Black Bart. Holy shit. Jesus fucking Christ. We got a game. Ladies and gentlemen, tying it up at one apiece. Mr. Christian Rocco running that one. Damn it. That was hard. What What the That might have been the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. (laughs) It was harder than anything I've ever done in college. Holy (laughs) shit. That was a guess, too. Holy shit. I think I knew about like four of them. Does anybody want to guess the other two? I had two names also on my list. Wait, you only had two and you played it up to five? No, no, no. I had two extra names. Okay, who'd you have? Uh, Brian Adidas. Brian Adidas was not on the list. Uh, One Man Gang. One Man Gang, not on the list. Okay, good. One of these, you're going to be like, ah, fuck. And the other ones, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Kevin Von Erich. Kevin Von Erich was on the list. Fuck, I should have said Kevin. Okay, I thought he up, didn't win it. Anybody want to guess number you. eight? <laughs> I'll take a couple of guesses. Eric Embry? Eric Embry, not on the list. I Great don't know. Bugsy McGraw? No. <laughs> and neither was Rick. <laughs> God. Um, Matt, you probably know the answer. You probably have it in front of you. 
I do. That's why. Was it Gordy? It was not Gordy. Oh, that was going to be my. Jake, <laughs> that was my back. Jake Roberts. No, I don't think you guys are going to. Kev, you want one shot? I'll give Kevin one shot to get it. Kabuki, maybe. No, but you're in the right. You're very in, close. Yeah, you're Ooh. pretty close with that one. So it's, is it a Gary Hart guy? I don't Jimmy Garvin? think so. No, Garvin was going to be one of the first ones I said, but I, I just, I was trying to picture him with it. I kind of wish you did, Matt. You want to <laughs> drop it up? <laughs> yeah, uh, it was uh, Fujinami, Tatsumi Fujinami. Really? Wow, yeah. that's a weird one. Yeah, exactly. Did he like win it on a dark or like he, a house show or something? He yes. won it. By what? It, it was by referee stoppage. Yeah, was Carrie a- was bleeding too much. We've seen that before. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's like Flair in Puerto Rico. Exactly. <laughs> uh, ooh, wow, me. she's like Kevin. All right, we oh, are tied God. at one. Oh piece. man! God damn it! I, I I apologize to both of you right now. Ugh. Um. All right, so I'm going to give you the topic and the number of possible answers and you're gonna let me know if you want to play or you want christian to go first and then i'll give you guys the question my brain hurts the topic (laughs) is east coast elite and there's 25 possible answers jesus (laughs) do you want to get do you want to play the question or do you want to pass the christian i'll play this one all right yeah good luck (laughs) for me the committee could give less of a shit about it apparently (laughs) Name all 25, go. In the history of the East Coast Wrestling Association, 25 men have won the prestigious Elite Eight tournament. Question to you is, how many can you name? I think it's the Super Eight, buddy. Oh, Super Eight, whatever. Elite Eight, Super Eight. It's the men's tournament, not the women's. It's strictly men's, because I know they do a women's one, too. I don't know if they call it the Divas Eight or I Over Eight or some shit. Super 8, thank you, Championship Wrestling League. My bad. Wait, isn't that what's his nuts? Isn't that, isn't that fucking... That's Mike Spear, yes. Yeah, Mike Spear. Thank you, Mike. Jesus. This is ECWA, right? ECWA, East Coast Wrestling Association. They've uh, they've run at, our, uh, at the factory a couple of times. Probably, yeah. Yeah, they have. It was a staple of uh, Delaware... Until actual recent history, they started yeah. running in different locations. They were always in PWI. Mm-hmm. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. Twenty-five possible answers. Handy, real quick. Where where are you from? I'm from the uh, mecca of New Jersey wrestling, Richfield Park. Okay. Go. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I was just curious. So I was. I wanted to make sure that this question was. This one might be distant. No. T- Rock on this day, might as well be on this day. Classically, how many you got? Five, five. Christian, can you beat that? I'll go six. Six, (laughs) Brendan, can you beat that? I'll go seven. Seven, can you beat that? Eight, eight, can you beat that? Eight is like almost a third of the field. I'm just throwing out numbers at this ridiculous field. (laughs) I think I have like four of them. I'll go nine. Nine. Christian, beat that. Ten. Ten. Wow. Wow. Beat that. 
Oh. Now we got some fucking nut crunching numbers here. Christian's on 10. As Brendan pretends to write answers down. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, brother. I got to cut. I, uh, uh, I got to cut the tension. You my pad afterwards. I do have names. No, no. I, I'm just trying to cut the tension in here. Oof. Show you my pad. I think I have five, to be honest. Well, the champ said 10. I think. I don't know. If I, I know. Like, I'm just. I'm just trying. Oh. Ooh, All right. Go for it. <laughs> Christian, in the history of the ECWA Super 8, I don't know why there's Elite 8 on these notes. Jesus. I'm going to kill the committee for putting me into this. 25 men have won the prestigious tournament. You said you can name 10 for the championship to retain whenever you're ready. The later ones I'll know because I, I saw some of them when they happened. So I know Richard Holiday. Richard Holiday is one. 2018. Uh, Avery Good. That's a very good professional wrestler. Tony. Yes. Oh, okay. Good, yeah, there you go. There. Okay. Thank you for that. That's number two, 2020. How many times is that fucker going to change his name? <laughs> I think he's retiring. I think he retired this year. What? He ran out of names? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had a great theme song, though. Good for him. He should have had a very good theme song. A very good theme song. Um, you got two, champ. I'll try and go for the earlier ones. I know Daniels won it at one point. Christopher Daniels. Christopher Daniels actually won it in 2000 and 2004. That's yeah. three. He only counts for one. Sorry. <laughs> Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn, 2007. We're at four. Loki. Caval, Lo- whatever you Low want. Loki, 2001, <laughs> five. You're halfway there. God damn it. I hate this. Now thing. things get interesting. <laughs> well, Matt's fucking dying. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> Davey Richards. Davey Richards, 2006. Six. God damn, pal. <laughs> Oh, uh, Lance Anawaii, Anoe, whatever. Lance Anawaii, 2019. That's seven. Brendan's getting the meat sweats over here. I know. It's a big deal, Tony. Seven down, three to go. The later ones that are so much easier. I'm trying to think of the PWI, like just trying to remember images from those. Cross on there, M Dog, Matt Cross. You going with Matt Cross? Yeah, yeah. Matt Cross, 2014. You've got eight. Jesus. Two more, champ. You guys are killing me today. Blame the committee. Yeah. Look, you could have easily, you could have easily let Brandon answer these questions, buddy. Yeah, and don't blame yeah. me and Matt. I think I had like four or five that I knew, and now it's just getting to whoever was big at that point. Oh, I was. Oh, fuck. I think it was. Was I at the one? 
Was Kincaid on there? I, I think Kincaid. Jason Kincaid was on there. Jason Kincaid, 2015. That's nine. I know I watched that one. All right. Great. One more. You've got nine. You've got a, <sighs> plenty of them to choose from. There's a lot left. Just got to hit one. Can I know who I had so far? Sure. Christopher Daniels, Loki, Davey Richards, Jerry Lynn, Matt Cross, Jason Kincaid, Richard Holiday, Lance Enoaki, and whatever name you said for a very good pro wrestler. <laughs> Avery Good. Avery Good. Wait. Oh, that's his name? Avery Good? Yeah. Oh, I get it now. All right, Sony. Holy shit. I was today years old when I learned that. <laughs> Fuck me. Thank you for the bell. It all comes down to this. One final answer. I'm between two, and I know one of them's going to be right. I know it's either Gargano or Champa. Man. Matt, thoughts? That's all you can say. I know. Brandon, are you confident the champ can do this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For those listening in podcast, that makes one of us. He shaked his head no, but but said yes. <laughs> Brandon, I got a question for you. Any ones that I didn't name that you think you got? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'll go Champa. Final answer. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, two points to one. Christian oh, Rocco retains. Oh, holy shit. Wow. Damn. Tommaso Ciampa, Christ. 2011 winner. Oh, Kevin, I want to pose this to Kevin. Kevin, who is the obvious answer that anybody who's listened to this show should have known? I don't know that. Oh, Kevin. Uh, Darius Carter? No, well, Darius Carter won this year. Oh, that was this year, wasn't it? Yep. That's great. That's what I thought you were going oh. at. He left his fucking shoes in the ring. Damien Dragon. Right. Yeah, dude, 2013. How do you not remember that, bro? Well, I don't, never I don't know. Man. Kevin wasn't fully with us then, was he? I think so. No, hold on. God. No, because that was WrestleMania 2015, right? 2022. I have no idea. Oh, you so you weren't in on the interview after that WrestleMania with us? No, I don't think he was. Where I got fucking super annoyed and I wanted to leave. <laughs> when it when don't you? <laughs> no, no, this, that was bad. It was WrestleMania weekend, and we had this fucking this guy in in there talking nonsensical bullshit. Well, it was it was also after we did the Wrestle Pro show, well the the PWS shows. We did WrestleCon. We went to Mania. You had the Lopez's in town. Yeah, there was so much to talk about. We had him I talking about this on the women's uh, 
super eight i had to we were running the building that night so we had to um help out backstage and run music and everything well i want to hear who who brendan had yeah brendan who'd you have yeah i had uh lance simon diamond yes that's 1998 uh austin aries um that's a good one was Austin Aries on the list? I don't see him. No, he's not. No, he's not. No. Maybe he made the final surprise. He was going to be one I was going to say. Can, uh, Paul London. Paul London is on yeah. here. I need to find his year. 2003. Right. Aries lost in the finals in 2004 to Daniels. Uh, well, Can I throw out a guess here? Because I only have like four. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Jamie Noble. No. That's no. a good one. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah, I had uh, Cheetah Master. Cheetah Master's not on the list. Uh, you would think. What about Homicide? Homicide not on the list. That's a really good one. Uh, and then Bobby the last Rude. one I'll throw out there because I'm clearly out of my element. Well, two more. Ricky Reyes. Nope. And Amazing Red. Nope. Okay. Well, then I'm Either one. Those were very good guesses, by the way. But no. I'll throw out uh, Chance Beckett. No, unless he's he got some other new name. <sighs> God, Matt, Mike did you see Modest? the list? You saw the list, right? Mike Modest is a great one. I can. I know, but he's yeah. not on here. No, not like Mondo. Nope. No Super Dragon. Super Dragon. Nope. Kid Cash. No. Does anybody know who Aiden Chambers is? No. Well, he won in two thousand eight. Jay that Lethal. Was... Uh, no, but Jay Lethal's been in them, right? I think Jay Lethal was in a few, was in one or two of them. Probably. Kidman. Did he? No, no Billy Kidman, you would think, right? Yeah. Um fuck, whatever um whatever Xavier Woods was before he was Xavier Woods. Austin, Austin Creed, Creed 2010. Austin yes. Creed. Oh, he's thinking about him. Yeah. Wow. I that's not one of uh them. okay. Past guest of the show, Papa Don. Papa Don 2012. What Cabana? about like uh what about like a Chris Sabin, Frankie Kazarian, Michael Shane? No, no, and no. Chris Hero? No. Crowbar? No, but you're in the right wheelhouse. Oh, uh, Ace Darling. David Flair. Ace Darling won the first tournament in 1997. Uh, that's a good one. I think Kidman was in that one, too. Might have been. Kidman was around the... Uh, yes, the he area. was. He beat uh, Reckless, Youth in the fir- Reckless Youth in the first round and lost to the Cheetah Master in the second round. Could you uh, imagine I'm Reckless Guinness. Youth not winning one of these tournaments? That's crazy. Was McGinnis on there? No. Oh, you know who? Steve Bradley. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. how he was. All right. Um, other winners: Donovan Morgan, two thousand two. That was the one I was thinking of. Uh, Petey Williams, two thousand five. Ah. Nick Logan, two thousand nine. Now these are other weird ones. I don't. I forgive me if I don't know who these people are. Napalm Bomb, twenty sixteen. Whatever happened to that guy? Sean Carr, 2017. Sean Carr is somebody. And He's Killian. The, uh, tag team partners with um, Bill. Uh, is he in the uh, rip? Dan Barry. Dan Barry, yes. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Killian McMurphy, 2021. Pro Wrestling Magic, former uh, wrestler. There you go. Tremont? I'm just even thinking of names. No, that was the list. That was it? Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> That that and everybody else got all the other ones. How long have they been they since the late nineties, right? 98, 98. 90, 97 was the first okay. uh, super eight. God. Yeah. 
Wow. I am impressed, sir. <laughs> another, another, can you beat that? That went down to the wire? Stupefied. Unbelievable. I still don't know how I got that last one. This was wild. Yeah. That was half of those were guesses. And Christian, you played all three questions. I, yeah, I have no clue how. <laughs> well, it paid off. You got two out of three of them. That's all you needed. Jesus Christ. I will submit the results of this to the committee. I'm sure they will be pleased. They and, will ratify um, it. They will ratify the victory. We will find out who the next opponent is for Mr. Christian Rocco. Brendan, valiant effort, my friend. Thank you. The strategy just did not yeah. work out in your favor, but I'm, I hope you had a good time. Definitely, man. This is a great time. Christian, you're a hell of a champion, man. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm my best. I really like I really don't know how I got those last like, two. Once we brought him in, we knew that it was be it would be a tough, tough go to get the belt off him. Mm-hmm. And and not not for lack of trying, two worthy opponents here. And you know, fortunately for Christian, came out the winner two times in a row. Yeah. Yeah. We got a little um, bit of a streak going here. I like a little this. bit, right? Well, Matt, Matt, as Matt is the longest reigning champion so. up there, just like <laughs> what's the ranking now? Where am I standing? We gotta get that by the committee. <laughs> two wins. Pump the brakes, kid. It's two well, wins. Right. In, in fairness, in fairness, it's three wins. He won the championship and successfully is defense. Yeah, but it's twice. defense, it's defenses. All right, well. What's the most? Uh, I have had one. Two, Matt, how many times did you beat Kevin? Here we a million. Get. See, exactly. That's the thing. Like Matt, Matt just like quantity. Like it's like Jimmy Snooker beating the Metal Maniac on every fucking house show for ECW. And, and we did this every week for a while. I beat Kevin July 12th when the title belt was uh given to me at Studio A. I successfully defeated Tony July 26th. Yeah, but I suck. And then I beat Kevin on August 9th, and then there was a long, uh, long while before we played. We didn't play until November. Ooh. And I beat Kevin, and then Kevin beat me in March. That's right. Oh, so he won, what, three? He defended three times? <laughs> did, did I lose immediately after I beat you, Matt? You did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Um, former champ JJ Rogue. No, Matt never beat Kevin. Kevin only beats himself. No, Matt wow. beat me. I'm sure Matt, I'm sure Matt. I'm sure Matt beat me. And he also gives Christian props. Well done, Christian. Thank Impressive. you. Well, there I'm you go. Impressed by yeah. myself. No, JJ Rogue Tom is the with the only wow. one that's never beat me. <laughs> uh, the Mike Spear with the smile. holy shit. I love this. I love this. Yeah. yeah. I, I really can't can't match really Good entertainment. Brendan, thanks for joining us. Christian, thank you. Thank Congratulations. You oh, thank you guys for having me always on here. Thank you. Well, Christian, the good news is your next defense won't be until right now. We have it penciled in for September 12th. So Ooh. you have some time. Building up that rain. You have some time. Yeah, I don't think we're going to do any games for Tony's roast of uh, the roast of Tony. No, because that's all about me. I suck at fucking uh, can you get that, but there you I go. I agree. SJ McDonald. Great job, by the way. Amazing. You too, I, man. Hats off to you, man. Yeah, if I'd have had a ticket off to you, that's for sure. <laughs> See, and Matt complains about the committee, but look, the committee's bringing people together to talk wrestling and to have a little fun. The committee has nothing to do with that. They, the committee doesn't judge character. <laughs> they, pick, they just fucking, they probably fucking throw darts at a bunch of names on a board. 
You better watch yourself because Miko Maestro and fucking oh, Foil fuck Hat Francis God. might be next. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know that fucking guy moved to fucking Arizona? Fuck him. He's trying to hide from the fucking signals. That's why. <laughs> Miko Maestro? Oh, Miko moved to Arizona? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Does that mean he's going to be with Devotion now? I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Dude. <laughs> dude. Hey, start, I want to live seeing, with the aliens. If we start seeing Miko Maestro on Fight TV for Devotion Championship Wrestling, the fucking world is going to end. That's going to be insane. Whose world is going to end? Mine, because I'll be fucking like dropping them everywhere. Arizona's. Fuck this man. is actually the shirt I get the most compliments on, too. It's my Miko Maestro shirt. <laughs> Miko Great shirt. <laughs> I get a lot of compliments on these uh, these shorts. Oh my god! Whoa! whoa. Oh my oh. god! Mr. Ass. Holy shit. All right, Matt, kick him out. Time to move on. Gotta go. It's late. We're hey, guys. Thank We're you so old. much. Thanks again, guys. Thanks again, follow, boys. Hope you guys follow have fun. Brendan on the Twitter machine at Irish Misfit. And of course, the champion at Christian Rock 14. Rock is spelled R O C C. Um, no K. Uh, and he's on the Twitter machine and on Instagram, Christian underscore Rocco underscore 41 on Instagram. Follow the champions doing great things at Wrestle, uh, WrestleCon at Monster Factory doing the wrestles. Right. So check him out. Brendan's been a great friend of the show and a supporter, and you've seen him on down the aisle. He knows his shit, so I'm sure we'll have Brendan back on in the future. Can I throw out also? Uh, damn, every dude. week I'm on. I throw in a question on uh, Will and Tom's show, Ring on Honor Revelry. So listen to them for my uh, question of dishonor. Oh, I like that question of dishonor. I like. And my second question ever to them was, "When was the last time you shit your pants?" It's a fair question. It's a great question. Don't be stealing my fucking gimmicks. Hey, I got a fucking get a gimmick lawyer after you, Brendan. What the fuck? I got to deal with the committee. A fucking gimmick lawyer now. God damn it. Yeah, it's a shame you don't know any lawyers. Not any kind of say one thing before I go off. I have a pro wrestling team store up now. So if you go on Christian Rocco and Pro Wrestling Tees, you can get my one shirt. My other shirt should be approved soon. So go ahead and support me there. By the way, I got the heads up. Uh, Pro Wrestling Tees is having a sale starting Wednesday. So I just got the email, actually. <laughs> you want a little Christian Rocco action at 20% off, as well as Shining Wizards action, and don't buy one from Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Check them out Wednesday, <laughs> ProWrestlingTees.com. Not a Phil Rea fan. Jesus. No, I am. I love Phil. But, you know, <laughs> no, I gotta, I, there's I gotta, anyone on this show that is. It's Tony. <laughs> I got to throw my dig somehow. <laughs> I sat next to him at so many PWS shows. He's a great dude. I am so sorry. You must have been smart. <laughs> I made him uncomfortable. I was like chanting against uh, New Jack, and he's like, yo, don't get us killed. <laughs> yeah, Phil can't run. So, <laughs> All right, fellas, get the fuck out of here. We got a show to do. Hey, guys. Thank, yeah, you guys. Thank you, guys. Champ, we'll be in touch we'll, uh, whenever the fucking committee decides to do whatever. Always. Be well, guys. Thanks for joining us tonight. See you around. Holy shit. I can't Can believe you... he pulled that. I can't believe he did that fucking that WCCWA, whatever fuck. Isn't that insanity? Isn't Dude, that insanity? Black Bart, are you fucking serious? Yeah, I mean, you could probably talk your way through the Von Erics. I mean, you probably could have threw Kevin out there and then Jerry Lawler, of course. But after that, well, can I can I throw a little skepticism into that? Yes. Because he said the only ones he knew were this, this, and this, 
and Lawler was one that he said he knew. It, it was one that he 100% knew, but it was his sixth guess. Oh, now my food is down. My wife, my wonderful, amazing wife, who continuously latches the door, and I walked right into it before. Um, she got me food. She's gonna okay, come. so you want to wrap this up? She's going to come in here and fuck me up. All right, good. All right, so we're just not. I'm sorry, Kevin. What was your uh, collusion? So, so he he said that the only ones he knew, I forget the other two he mentioned, but one was Lawler, and it was his sixth guess. Was Lawler his sixth guess? I think so. I thought Black Bart was the sixth guess. I had Kevin Von Erich, Adams, Iceman, Al Perez, Jerry Lawler, five. So it's fifth. So it was the only one he knew, but it was his fifth guess. Well, he probably worked it. You worked your way through the lineage. That's fair. Maybe I don't know how his brain works, dude. He's got no. He's no. He's an intel- he's an, a smart guy. Very smart, dude. Dude, that fucking ECWA question. Oof. And I got news for 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 Rocco and anyone else looking. To- They're not going to get any easier, man. We've been playing this game for like almost two years, right? Yeah. And and Tony, if you want any help with topics or subjects of games that me or Matt are not going to be involved in, I have no problem like throwing ideas your way. Yeah, no. Listen, I even put it out in the Discord if you if you've got ideas for questions. But please, private message. Do yeah, oh, not right, put them that. in the chats. You put them in the chats. I'm gonna tell you wipe your ass with them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude, you, Matt, anybody, you got ideas for questions? Send them over. Even if I don't like where the question is, I'll see if I can rework it to something that's playable. But all it takes is like a thought, and then yep. you get more ideas. A word to a thought to a complete idea. That's all it takes. Exactly. Matt, that's why, there... my, that's why I can't wait for my next top five, to be honest with you. I can't wait either, dude. I love playing top fives. Love it. Matt, you got speed round shit before you go eat? There's really nothing nothing that uh, needs to be talked about. Let's talk before we wrap this up. Uh-oh. I know where you're going. Ric Flair's last match. There it is. You don't have a little gimmick for it? I'm kind of surprised. I can I can make a no, 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 no. Don't don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Uh, I only saw clips of the match. What I read was like, if you are for nostalgia purpose, it did what it needed to do. Um, but uh, from what some of the clips I saw, it, it they want he's fucking. I mean. Credit to him. He's what seventy three, and he had a twenty six minute match that he probably could have done in twelve. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why it was. It was that long. Uh, he was very ginger walking around the ring, which was kind of like uncomfortable. Um, I think the spot that everybody kind of like blames for like the downhill of the match was the suplex spot where Jay Lethal gave him the vertical suplex. Because bro, he got he got tagged out at one point, and he just kind of like rolled to the apron and just stood there, like he didn't get up. He was very lethargic trying to put the figure four on even um, on uh, on Jeff Jarrett, you know, didn't wind up rolling a shoulder. Hi, Rhiannon. That's it. Fuck him up. Beat him up. I love it. Scared the shit out of me. Um, and This I one's think... on me, by the way. Our interview went an hour. Oh, sorry. I got to sell it. I, uh... I got to sell it. Wow, dude. But Tony, would that be would that go to one of your things or like maybe that's something they left off the training and just wanted to do anyway? What do you mean? The uh, like, like the suplex, like you were nervous about it, but don't you think they may have probably done that? Maybe they did. I don't know. But the problem was that seemed to be the turning point where like things kind of went south for Flair. Gotcha. 
I'll tell you um, what, though. I didn't watch any of it, Tony, and I'm sorry, but I love seeing the nostalgia of it. I love seeing Undertaker there, Mick Foley there, Bret Hart there. Oh, yeah, dude. All they stuff. all came out. DDP was there with his wife. Uh, Bret Hart was there with his girl. Mick Foley was there with his kids. Uh, uh, what, Bret Hart? Who you was said there? that. All right, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Conrad was there with Megan and, and their kid and... I think was Char- I think Charlotte was in the front. Did they do a whole there? like in ring like big time deal at the end? No, no, no he did. Yeah, okay. I think Rick cut some sort of interview at ringside with uh with David Crockett maybe at the end if I remember right or maybe it was Tony Schiavone. Yeah, because I saw him like like hugging Taker and Brett and Foley at the. I didn't watch a, a second of any of this. So. And look, man, like there's people that are out there and they're like. They're like, oh, if you didn't like this, you fucking hate wrestling. This, no, nah, dude. It's like people are genuinely concerned for a seventy-three-year-old man who's got fucking known conditions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, look, I threw it up in the Discord, and I also threw up uh, Luthez's last match that he had against Masahiro Chono. That match only went six minutes because, God forbid, fucking Luthez went for a pile driver and he kind of fell over, and I think it, I think. It wound up either dislocating his hip or really hurting his hip, which he had a fake hip at the time. So they cut the shit real short. Uh, but he went for an STF. Dude, Luthez looked like a hundred times more alert and ready in this match than Flair did. It was rough, man. It was really rough. God bless him. He wanted to do this. But I'm look, I'm not expecting fucking 25 stars right. in the Tokyo Dome with this thing. But in the same sense, man, it was just kind of going through the motions. Like... And it's sad though. Like you watch Ricky Morton now. Ricky Morton's got a house of fire. He's in there. He's trying to work. He's moving around. Seeing Ric Flair in there, man, it was, it was just rough, dude. It was rough. And if this is how he wanted to go out, then more power to him. But I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's just. I'm sorry, Matt. No, you're good, Kev. Go ahead. I was gonna say, speaking of Ricky Morton, Kerry Morton's looking a lot more like him every day. Body, face, hair, and everything. That's yeah, you know, and you know what, dude? Like, not to shit on people for their bodies, but Kerry Morton's a young guy. Kerry Morton's got to fucking get in a little better shape, I think. He, he looks got... exactly like him. Yeah, anyway. but he he's got the wrestling down. He's he's like he's great in the ring. He's just got to tone up just a little bit, just a little bit, dude. Like he's too young to have an old man body. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It'll come with time. It's not. Uh, I didn't watch. I just. I I don't. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see yeah. fucking it. I don't want to see anyone, dude. Like it's look, we've been doing. We're going on eleven years in November. Like I said, it like the Undertaker. Like I don't want to watch him wrestle anymore. I don't want to see Flair wrestle. I never want to see Bret Hart in a fucking wrestling ring again. Like that shit they did at WrestleMania with him against Vince was a fucking catat. It was stupid. It was fucking dumb. Like I love professional wrestling. It's one of the reasons why I do this. Like I get it. I get it. Nostalgia is fantastic. That's why I collect old wrestling magazines and old wrestling figures and fucking VHS tapes. And I'm watching fucking MBW tapes that Tony gave me. I get it. <laughs> but it's, I don't want to see a fucking 70 year old man in the ring. No, I want to see a 70 year old man if he can still go. But Ric Flair is just way past that being able to go, man. He did too he much for himself. And yeah, he, he and, lived. And- he lived the lifestyle. The horseman he, thing wasn't a gimmick for him. He put himself through the ringer. If anybody did, it was him. And look, he lived that lifestyle. He enjoyed himself. More power to him. But you got to realize, man, that's a rough 73 years you're putting in the ring. And I, Somebody uh, even I, said he possibly, I didn't know this. I don't know if this is true. Somebody said he possibly had a colostomy bag at one point that they had to disconnect all this shit on him. Like, I don't know if that's the case, but that's just fucking. That's more on top of more. You know what I'm saying? Probably. I wouldn't. Put, I wouldn't be shocked when he was not. He was basically like 
like, God, knock on wood, he was basically dead in a hospital. Like, everyone thought he was going to be gone. I wouldn't be shocked if that was the case. Now, look, honestly, Jerry Lawler still works. I don't that's know. That's the point that I, that's exactly what but I But I don't thinking. know, like, what his working consists of. And let's be honest. Jerry Lawler wrestled a different kind of wrestling yes. than Ric Flair did. Jerry Lawler liked to chase young tail. I Jerry Lawler to me is not known as a drinker or he doesn't you know, drink. Like, His vice is Coca-Cola. There you go. And this motherfucker had a heart attack on national television. You know what I'm saying? It, I, I feel like I've, I haven't seen Jerry Lawler work in a, in a long time, but I can imagine that it's armbar. Freaking fish! Oh, he's not fish, bumping. Fish drop, maybe. I I, I would even be pull down the straps. I, I would be shocked if he still did the pile driver. To be honest with you, oh, he probably finishes with the fish drop. That's probably what he does. Yeah. And I That's heard probably, the. Uh, I know I was excited about the undercard. I heard it was very mm -hmm. like. Bleh. I heard it was. I decent. didn't see any of it. I read it was decent to above average. But a lot of it was rushed because they wanted to make sure they had enough time for for the for a twenty six minute yeah, Ric man. Flair match. Hammerstone missed his uh, Hammerstone's flight was delayed. The Von Erichs flight was delayed. Like, oh yeah. shit! And they, but they, they got wrestled, there though. They wrestled the Briscoes. Wrestled the Von Erichs, but it was like seven minutes. Yeah, a lot of the matches were condensed. Why did they need to give the dude twelve minutes for this? Twelve minutes would have been more than enough. Ric Flair wouldn't have been gassed, blown up, whatever. And they could have got to the finish and made yeah, it make and, sense. And out of those 12 minutes, Ric Flair would might, might only need to actually be in there for six. Yeah. If, if that. If that, yeah. yeah. Get him in there. Let him do the – dude, even the punches, even the chops. It's like – and they were just, like, blatantly setting things up for him to do. He's 70. Like, it's I, – I get – look, again, I wouldn't have paid for it. I have no – I will yeah. not go back and watch it. He's seventy three though. It's to be you know. Yeah. Oh, it's it's to be expected, but it, yeah. Listen, it's, I can't uh, say it was rough. It's what he wanted to do, and that's how he went out. And plenty of people wanted to pay money to see. It, I'm going to so say one hundred percent what it was, and it's it's probably twofold. Yes, Ric Flair probably did want to do this one last time, but he also probably wanted to have another major paycheck one last time. Conrad knew what he has. And at his disposal, which is Ric Flair. I'm not casting dispersions on Conrad because I think he's amazing. But yeah, I don't like, you know what? Opinions of Conrad aside, I don't mean to cut you off, but you make a good point. A lot of people shitting on him saying, like, you you know, this was just a cash grab, this and that. Look, Conrad you, doesn't need any more money, man. If your father-in-law comes to you and says, Hey, you know a thing or two about wrestling, can we make this happen? Like I mean, that's, that's a tough spot to try to talk somebody out of it. And Conrad's no dummy about wrestling either, man. Like, people, like, say he's just a big, like, money mark, like, but on a much stronger level, which he might be to an extent, but he's no dummy. So, like, I think he knew what he had. I think he knew – and obviously, Ric Flair probably assured him, and I'm per, I'm pretty sure his, his wife probably assured him, that, listen, he could do this. And so, like, otherwise, why Conrad's again? Conrad's also not an asshole. He wouldn't put his father-in-law at risk to do something he couldn't think he could do. Yeah. So, but at the end of the day, you kind of have those that, like, you know, a couple marbles here on this side, a couple marbles marbles here on that side. Let's see which way the the scale goes. So you take. I mean, you're, you're going to formulate your opinion, and no one's really going to be able to change it. Look, he he starcast is his thing. And this opportunity presented itself, and it did incredible. The pictures, the place is fucking 
packed to the rafters. Yeah. From a business standpoint, he made he fucking cashed in, man. And he made it fun. He David Crockett was there. They made it a Jim Crockett promotion. They even had like the interview set up on the side. Yeah. Like right. And went... look, with without Conrad Thompson and and the Tony Schiavone podcast and Bruce Pritchard podcast, like all these, he's breathed life into yeah. all these Tony Schiavone and Jeff. Like fucking Jeff Jarrett was goddamn on SummerSlam Saturday night, and then part of Ric Flair's last night Sunday. Sunday, it's fucking twenty twenty two. And they mentioned they mentioned Jeff Jarrett being busy without saying why he was busy. They said he had a lot of stuff going on this week. They said it at SummerSlam when he was when he was in the ring. They said he had a lot of big things going on this weekend. Well, you know what? That's because I mean, I'm sure they would have done it. I'm sure Vince McMahon would have gave Jeff Jarrett his blessing anyway. But with him not there, it's a lot easier. I'm sure Triple H will will approve a lot more stuff, or Stephanie McMahon will approve a lot sure. more stuff than than Vince would yeah. have. If WWE is successful, everybody wins because they're yep. what everybody thinks about when we talk about wrestling. If WWE takes off again, it's only going to get more eyes on the WWE product, and that's going to trickle down to all. To anytime somebody sees wrestling on TV, the people are going to be looking for wrestling podcasts. That's going to help us. Like, yes. if do you, WWE... do you think do you think it would help? Honestly, do you think if WWE gets better, do you think it would honestly help AEW? Yes, because you might be. Look, remember when we were kids, right? Obviously, it's a different time. We don't have the internet at our fingers. But you saw WWF and you were hooked. You stumbled upon WCW Saturday morning or six oh five. You were watching. Fuck, you dude, NWA six oh five for sure. Is there is there a, a a place on this planet where WWE under Triple H gets like a creative, mind you, so good that people stop caring about AEW? No. No, I, yeah, I'm with because I think it's so tribal now. It's fucking silly. It's yeah, real it, fucking silly. It, it yeah. might be one of those like WCW, WWF things. Like there's people out there that they, all they watch was WCW or fuck WWF. We like, we like Goldberg and we like Sting and we like Hogan and the NWO. And yeah, I just, I just wonder because like, what if like, thanks, like, what if, um, like, what if, uh, like, like WWE gets so like good, and and maybe they bring back like the 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 cult favorites that the AEW fan base really enjoys, and then maybe like they just go back because they realize that AEW that WWE is not what it was, and the guy that the reason why they stop watching is gone. Like I'm I'm not saying it's gonna happen. That's like a long shot, obviously, but it's just like it's 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 a very curious time, and it's a very exciting time. As long as dipshit doesn't decide to run against the WWE, if it ever gets to this point, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> dipshit. Dipshit. He's a fucking maniac, dude. Like, shut, up, shut the fuck up and promote. Like, just just be, be, just don't be, yeah. be heard. Don't be seen. Just stay yeah. back there in your fucking trailer and just book fucking dynamite. Go on fucking busted open. Like, stop with the... You don't need to go on fucking Twitter and thank everybody every fucking week. Like, stop. Yeah. Because you've already made yourself look like a circus clown with the fucking red velvet situation. The little fucking I'm the longest running CEO bullshit. Like, you're wrong. First what was the all. red velvet situation? I think he meant... Uh, big, big, swole. big swole, yeah. Oh, big swole. I'm sorry. Well, my apologies. Holy shit! No, that's... I don't think that's... <laughs> no, it was just... Brain, fart, brain fartery. 
<laughs> three of the three of these sangrias at my dinner is waiting for me downstairs. You suck. <laughs> Come on, laugh with it, bro. Laugh I'm with laughing it. with dudes. Well, this has been an absolute blast and a pleasure. Special thanks to CPA for joining us at CPA Wrestles. Uh, please follow him, check him out, support him. See him if he's coming to a town near you. You heard him. He's going to be in Maine, Vermont. He's doing stuff in Jersey this week. Check him out. He's super entertaining, and you can go down like a weird like random wrestling rabbit hole with him. I know you can because we kind of sort of did, and it'll be a lot of fun. Um Special thanks to Christian Rocco, the Can You Beat That Champion, and Brendan Haney for joining us tonight. Next week, Hello we got imagine. Kyle Hessler. Uh, he's the booker man for Palais Pro Wrestling in Texas. He's joining us. We're also doing it. Rewind, the ECW, Born to Be Wired, uh, which was my first ECW show. And I don't give a shit if you watch nothing except for the barbed wire match because there really isn't much on that card besides Sabu Terry Funk. But I'm going to find a link, and I'll get it to you guys, uh, if not tonight, tomorrow. Tony doing the churro dance. You're absolutely right. Wow. We'll be back next week. Ryan Schlong will reach out to you. We'll get your info. We'll figure out if you want to sit in, if you want to do a rewind, if you want to beat Can You Beat That. Oh, my God. I want Ryan Schlong to play Can You Beat That. It'll be a very short game. I no. want the captain to play Can You Beat That. So we'll, we have to reach out to him and figure that out. Uh, thank you all for listening. Remember, if you enjoy the podcast, rate, review, subscribe um, on YouTube, wherever you listen to your podcast, we appreciate you. Uh, that's all I have to say. I'm out of words, people. Bye, everybody. Guys, anything to say? No, yeah, man. Just birthday, thanks Phil. for supporting. Oh, Tony has something. What'd you Whose say? birthday is it? Phil's birthday's coming up. Oh, it's coming up. Is it today? No, but... I thought, who cares? Coming up. My birthday's coming up too in fucking November. That's right. Good. Good night, Gracie. Fuck all y'all. You're a dickbag. Oh! Sure. Uh, oh, well, Patreon, oh. Latest Patreon bonus episode dropped today. So if you're not a Patreon supporter, get on that $3 level, people. Yeah. Fucking support us, you fuckers. Who's hitting the button? I just I'll did. Do it.